You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Here we go. That's it. We're on air. We are live here in the box. We are broadcasting live here from downtown Detroit at Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. And we're actually, uh, we actually got our... uh, Got our intros out of the way. We're not going to forget this. One. Yes, you know who we are by the sound of our voices now. Early, and that's that's really that's big for us. Yeah, yeah. Getting getting that done is really big for yeah, us. Usually, it's done at about the forty five minute mark. Yeah, or after break at the one ten mark. Yeah, yeah, well, we're like, saying goodbye at the two yeah, two hour mark. Yeah, like oh, oh yeah. By the way, you were listening to the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, um, we are we're we're doing we're doing a little bit different here. Stepping outside of the box. Yeah, I like that. Look at that. Yeah, um, we. During our live show, this is our what, what third or fourth? My third. This this is your. I think third. we did two yeah. at the Shillelagh, two yeah. and then one and here. Now. Here, yeah. Yep. So this this is our fourth total in our show's existence. Um, our in our third here at uh with with podcast Detroit since we've been here, been a podcast almost a year. It'll be a almost this a year. Short this January, uh, right? Yeah, right into the new year. January, yeah. yeah we'll we'll be our one year anniversary here. Here at, po- at Podcast Detroit, which we love, by the way. Yeah, cannot yeah. cannot tell you enough. It, and I and I'm not just saying that because David's sitting about f- five feet away from me. Yeah, no, he's not even listening to you either, <laughs> so it's really fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, really, we're not. <laughs> big step up. This big fan of being awful, here, and it's terrible. And it's really bad. <laughs> no, still nothing. All right. No, already good enough. <laughs> that part was a joke. Clearly. All right, so, how's it going? Good man. How are you today? I'm feeling feeling pretty good. Feeling great. Good. Uh, I Lions avoided disaster. That's a plus. Yes, they they won the game. That is a they got, it was yeah borderline disaster for a long time, <laughs> but they avoided it. Yeah. Um. And there's usually, sometimes there's a third. There hasn't been a third with us yet this year, but uh, it's usually Phil. I think actually I think Phil worked today. I think I think he's still working right now. Okay. Actually, now that now that I think about it, yeah, actually he is working. So he has an excuse for not uh for not being here. Absolutely, he does. He, he's uh he's working at his staff at at the Oshalele actually now. Okay. He, he's helping out there for a bit. They're they're a bit shorthanded. Okay. Staff, so he's helping out. Uh. So yeah, actually, yeah, he's working today. So. Phil's our Phil's our nice distraction. Yes. You know, you and I tend to be. Tend not all the time, but tend to be a little bit more focused on just the hockey. Phil will do some research on something that was kind of off topic, and then we'll go with that. And I, I please make no mistake about it. That is a zero, no complaint. That is just a factual statement yeah. Oh, yeah. and something that I think we we both appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I you you stopped talking as I took my sip of beer. Oh, well, you know, it's called timing. <laughs> yeah, it's right. called timing. I mean, I, okay, you're just getting me back for the whole introdu- introducing you as yeah. you had oh, that was a mouthful of chicken. You know? Here's this woman <laughs> while you have sauce on your forehead. Hi, Walt, helping me out. Here's and it's it's one of those weird things that you don't intentionally do as a bartender server. Right. Like when you go by, you ask people how they're doing. It. I try to be. Conscious and not do it while they have a mouthful of food. Just took a bite, but I, I'll catch myself. I'm like, "How's every ah, son of a? I'm that guy now." Here's the thing: I'm, though, that, I'm that server at, at, <laughs> at, at a Buffalo Wild Wings with traditional wings. You can't help it. If somebody ordered traditional wings, you're gonna have to ask them how everything is. Yeah. Chances are they're gonna be in an awkward position at some po- at most points because that's how traditional wings are. Yeah, it's it's just, but it's just like I I catch myself doing that so often. Like, oh my god, Dude, just embrace it. Yeah, Own it, embrace it, and move because on. Because I, I hate it when I'm out and of people do that to me. Like, well, I'm, 
I got a mouthful of food and my hands are wet. That's what you put your hands up in the air and you, smile you, with the and, food and, coming and, out. And it's like, even if I want something, I can't verbalize that <laughs> without looking like a complete idiot. Oh. So, oh, uh, have your fun no and embrace it. Right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so the wings. Wings had a, you know, hey, you know, call it what it was. Fairly successful week this week for the wings. Yep. Uh, they finished up, what was it, 2 1 and 1? 2 1 and 1. That five, 5 out of 8 points. Uh, this week, they I mean, they they capped off the Canada trip as as we we actually talked on air yep. last week. Uh, they shut out the Oilers four nothing, beat the Canucks Monday night three two, and and a and a game which was, I mean, Mrazek look not Mrazek Howard looked good in that game. Uh, the Canucks when it seemed like they kind of took the momentum for, from the Wings, they they got a couple got scored two two big goals. Yep. Then you know it looked it looked like Rodessa roll time. Then Thomas Tatar, his two right. hundredth career NHL point, off a off a shot, which I'm gonna just go ahead and say Markstrom probably wants back. Of course, you know, like he kind he kind of did the whole head up in the air when it yep. went in. Like, oh, how did I do? That how did that happen to me? Yep. Uh, they then went to Calgary Thursday night. Uh, lost six to three. And again, with the Flames, kind of they jumped out on a three nothing lead early on. The Wings scored a goal, made it three one, and then it's four one, and Wings score a goal, and it it, felt, it almost felt like that maybe they'd make a comeback. Maybe kind of. Mike Smith played a hell of a game. Yeah. You know, he made some big saves. A uh, couple of the high points in that game uh, of note. Uh, Yager scored his first goal as a Calgary Flame. Yep, his, got his first points as a Flame. Um. Mark Jankowski scored his first NHL goal for the Flames, his first oh. first career goal in NHL. Uh, Marty Furt got a goal. His seventh, right? Going. Yeah. Which uh, is good. Matt Mantha scored. Is that not seven more goals than you would have expected from Furt on the year? At this point, this early on? Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, if, if at the beginning of the season you were telling Martin Furt had seven goals this early, or even on the season as a whole, I think I'd be like, that's probably not going to happen. I, yeah. Maybe with the efficacy you hold out, I should, you know, that changes it a little bit. But even still, though, seven, yeah, seven, seven yeah. tie. That's seven a good tie, point. That's a know? great point. Um, and and then the Wings they fall uh, two to one in a shootout last night at home to the Blue Jackets. Uh, I mean, I looked at the stats I, in that game; they were it, damn near identical. It's 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 the it's the curse of uh of the number thirty five in Detroit here. <laughs> you know, I mean, Justin Verlander. <laughs> Four thirty-five, and he'd go out, play a hell of a game, give up one run, and Tigers lose. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's a great analogy, you know. And Jimmy Howard, I mean, and there's, Jimmy Howard's played his ass off this he year. Yes, he, I mean, absolutely he is. Has. We're, we're, I mean, we're at about the quarter point of the season. Just, Sixteen, or, yeah, what? we're just about uh, there. You're good. Eighteen games, yeah. Eighteen, yeah, eighteen games, eight, eight and two. Right about the quarter point of the year, and I kind of feel like you know he's their MVP right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're eight, eight and two right now. With if Jim, without Jimmy Howard, they're probably sitting. Who knows where? Right. You know, I mean, depending on what Mrazic you get night in, night yeah, out, I mean, that, that would be the big de- determining factor. You know, this team right now, they're sitting for what it's worth. They're sitting two points out of the playoff spot right. for what it's worth. You know, and you know, and one of the secondary guys too, um, I think that needs to be mentioned in that is is Anthony Mantha, given the goal scoring. Yeah. You know, you, you he's doing what you hoped he'd do. And you know, really, for he's this, using his body, and he's and and, and a big thing for him, two hundred foot game, yeah, which which we didn't see last year. Not that he's going to win a selkie, oh, no, but it's the fact that he's actually doing what he needed to do to get into the lineup. Yeah, like 
put a body in, get in the, get in the way of a guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, and that's exactly it. I don't need you to be a selkie. I just need you to make sure that every point shot doesn't get through. Right, I need yeah. you to kick a couple back out the center, <laughs> or maybe you know redirect one into the corner. I don't need necessarily you playing uh, being Pavel Datsuk. Just right. make sure that every shot from the point doesn't get on goal. Yeah, and he leads team in, in goals with eight. Leads team in points with sixteen. Eight goals, eight assists, sixteen points. And I think that, you I know, mean, you know, hey, it's exactly what you hoped. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, you're like, God, yeah, if, sure. if Manta really can, can, you know, do what we think he can do, it's going to be a, it's a good chance. And then he comes out, he's got a, you know, on a point per game clip. All right. That's what we need you to do. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, D- Dylan Larkin, he, he's, he's the assist guy. And that's what you want out of your center. You want yeah. your c- center piling up assists. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I, I think with the, like, with, with seeing Stamkos doing what he's doing, where he's again, I, well, he's still well, leading the league. Uh, I know he's, he's playing with Kucherov. <laughs> well, well, here's well, the thing. And, but also, Stamkos is—he's—he's uh, he's a different. That's a different cat no, no, right there. Uh, but but my point is, is that what do you, when you hear Steven Stamkos, what do you think? You think goal scorer? Yeah. And the fact that uh, he's probably up to twenty assists on the year. Do you think that means that they're unhappy that he's not scoring and unhappy that he's making eight million oh, a year? Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's production. Yeah. I mean, but and that—that's generally what you want out of your center, though. You right. Want, Traditionally, you want your center. Your centers should have more assists than goals. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, Wayne Gretzky, perfect example, right? right. <laughs> you know, we we all know the stat. Every hockey fan knows that about Wayne Gretzky. If you take away all of his goals, he'd still be the all-time point right. leader yep. in the NHL. You know, by a comfortable margin. Lemieux was an excellent <laughs> passer. He gave all those yeah. passes to Yager, yeah. his winger, to score the goals. Yeah, I mean, and that, and that's, I mean, and even, even now, you, you look at Washington, look, look at Backstrom, and now, and the emergence uh-huh. of Kuznetsov this year, uh-huh. where it's, that, that's what you want out of your center. You right. Don't want, I mean, hell, Steve Eiserman here for years, right? Right. Pavel Datsu, Kendrick Zetterberg, you know, right. this guy. And I, my, and my, my biggest, one of the biggest things, I felt this year coming into the season for the Wings was Henrik Zetterberg cannot lead the team in points. Right. He can't be – he can be top five. He shouldn't – I don't think he should be top two. If Henrik Zetterberg is top two in points, that means – There's no development happening. Yeah, no – that means multiple other guys aren't doing – aren't or, doing – Or aren't there's like six better. guys that should have been getting better – should have been getting better, only played like 60, 65 games, and Zetterberg played right. all 82 again. Yeah. That would so, be the only other way that that flies. Right. So, and right now he's sitting fourth, fourth on the team in points with 11. Okay. Mantha leads with 16. As I said, Larkin has 15, then Green with 14. And, and then he has, and then you have, you have Frick and Abocator with nine, Nyquist and Nielsen with eight, Tater and Helm with seven. Solid balance. You'd like to see Tower with a few more uh, goals here and there. I mean, he, 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 yeah. he, he had that miserable drought though. About yeah. what was it, about seven game drought. Yeah. He didn't get a point. Yeah. That he kept, he broke out of at the right time too for <laughs> Monday night against Vancouver. Exactly right. Uh, yeah. So and 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 here's the uh, Abigator. This is the guy who who I spoke about at the beginning of the year. I said I want to I want to see more of him. And you notice him on the ice. I mean, now granted, maybe hey Abby, I love you, bud. Leave the gloves on. Right. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> leave the gloves on. <laughs> what's really funny about that is that since you and since we talked about that, I I've made a point. To watching him on the games that I I can sit down and actually watch, and he, you know he he does it. He is doing those little things. Yeah. Who's who's collapsing down low and clearing out of the front of the net? It's Justin Abdicator is there. Two goals, seven assists, nine points. Perfect. Per- that's it. I mean, and one of those goals is a is a penalty shot. <laughs> yeah, as you would expect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, who has a penalty shot? Abdicator. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, he's gonna score. Right. right? 
Please. <laughs> Again, though, you know, it's it's funny. We're, we're, we're talking it up. Like, it almost makes it, we're almost making it sound like this team's like six games over 500. But, I think, 500. We're, but I think that's the thing, though. I think we're just that happy that they are 500. Yeah. Playing competitive hockey that's somewhat entertaining most nights. Other nights, you know, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, yeah. I mean, you know. And, and here's the, I feel like, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look this up. So, I, so I'm not talking out of my ass here. Good, give it but, to me. Um, I, I feel like they they're scoring more goals. They have more goals than they had last year at the same point. Okay, because I feel like because I mean do, I mean and it shows in I feel like it shows in a stat box. Yeah, you know look look at guys who who we're, we're gonna have we're guaranteed to have quite a few guys with ten plus goals on this team. Yeah, last year it was kind of like a uh, right. You know? No, that's a, that's a great point. I'll let you 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 do a little digging because you know I'll get I got some other numbers here. Okay. Uh, uh, also, I like to point out just to kind of backpedal on on a Jimmy Howard sure. on a Jimmy Howard thing. Thirteen games played, six five and one, two thirty five goals against, nine thirty save percentage. It's just six five and one just doesn't seem fair, does it? <laughs> Given the rest of those numbers, six five and one just doesn't seem goals fair. Against and a nine thirty save percentage. And as you talked about, and it's a, it's yeah, a great point by you, save right? Percentage. That's the goalie number. You the know. two three five is almost like the defense. Yeah, it's the goalie number, but it's also the defense number. That that nine thirty is all goalie. Yeah, and that is an impressive number right there yeah, for Jimmy Howard. So, I mean, that's a like I said. I, I mean, if, and and this is now knock on knock on all the wood, right? Stays healthy, right? I mean, and, if, if, well, and that is a huge piece of wood you got to knock to yeah. make sure that that's I mean, the case. I mean, you know, good goaltending can can get you places. You know, yeah. I mean, you you can make a run with you have you have good goaltending. You can you can make some noise. No, you're exactly right. And and again, just while we were talking about the week and 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 whatnot, I, I'm just going to throw out some other numbers from the week. Wings plus two in the goals on the week as they outscored the opposition eleven nine. They uh, outshot their opposition this week, 139 to 130. Uh, power play numbers, three for seven on the man advantage, and everybody's always looking at the man advantage numbers, and they want to see improvement, and they want to see progress. And, and if you're not watching, then you're not seeing that. Even though it's the percentage, I don't know what it's at on the season, but it's clear that the power play is doing better. Even if it wasn't necessarily cashing in for a stretch, because I know it was down around 12% yeah. for a while. The the possibility of scoring like last year you almost groaned when you got a power play opportunity. This year the yards. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're exactly right. How about a penalty shot instead of a power play? They're at uh they're at eighteen point nine percent on the season. Solid. What what did we call for? Eighteen percent. Yes. All season when they were at ten to twelve percent all year, all we said was please, guys, get it to sixteen percent. Get it to seventeen percent. You're gonna have a chance to do something. They they go three for seven this week, forty two percent. And in the meantime, you kill 100% of the eight penalties you have to kill. That's good numbers. I mean, mentally, and I don't know if any coach has ever said this. So this is all Thomas Biondo here. But I feel like you want a joint power play penalty number right around 100%. You know, I I, I don't know what. It's based on really my own thoughts, I guess. But if you think, because if you think of it this way, here's how I think of it. You want to kill roughly 80% of your po- – you want to be 80% on the penalty kill. You want to be 20% on the power play. There's your 100%. If you're 25% on the power play, meaning you're going to score a lot, but you give up a lot of penalty go- – or shorthanded goals, all right, it kind of balances. This week, the Wings were 142% on the, on the, on the specialty teams. I'll take that every week for sure. And it, and it equates five out of eight points. Right. And, and, again, you want to extrapolate. Think about it. Five out of eight points, you could max out at 164 points in each season – 
And, you know, if you carry out five of every eight, that puts you at like 101, 102 points. Yeah, that gets you into the playoffs. So you think five of, it, it's so funny, the perception factor. Because you perceive five out of eight, oh, it's just barely over 500. Yeah, take that out through the whole season, and all of a sudden you got 101 points. You're probably, if not in the top three, you're definitely in the wild card, guaranteed. Oh, yeah, for sure. You still researching? I yeah. see you pondering away. All right, we'll keep crunching talking. the numbers. Yeah, keep crunching, keep crunching. Uh, just talk about some other teams and what they did this week. Toronto was 4-0 this week. Three of those games without Austin Matthews, oddly enough. Uh, the Rangers and the Canadians, those were the only other teams with more points than the Red Wings this week as uh, finally Montreal starting to put some Ws together. And then, oddly enough, it's the Islanders and the Hurricanes, the only other team with five points. So gives you an idea. You look, It's an interesting thing to look at week by week um, how each team is doing Positive minus, plus minus each way. Carolina doesn't score a power play goal. Meanwhile, uh, the Rangers are at 55% on the power play. Yet all these teams doing it differently, getting the same way, and getting these numbers kind of high here. Also, uh, I know we were talking while talking about the wings. We were talking about uh, the the shootout loss last yesterday. Right. Uh, really. Sadly, it should have never gotten to that, considering they had a two-on-zero on Bobrovsky, and what a stop he made yeah, on that. Okay, so so full, full disclosure, I was watching the game. I was I was here watching the game, and uh, I saw that two-on-zero, and I thought I thought Anthony, see you missed the net. I flipped out. I'm like, what the? How do you miss the net? And, right. and then they showed the replay. I'm like, okay, well, okay. That was, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, man, I mean, could you imagine if? Could you imagine a team ever like just deciding to trade that guy away? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, check that. A team that always has problems with goaltenders might have done that. Alright. Yeah, right. Uh, huh. wonder, wonder what team that is. Uh, not Calgary, the other one. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's actually kind of funny because Bobrovsky, he got the, so the Flyers traded him and then literally, Exact like two, uh, three hundred and sixty-seven days later, he won the Vesna. That's amazing. <laughs> Look at you, Walpuck. Like, it's stats. It's, it's what. That's like I, I. I just remember that. Like like somebody brought that up. They were like, yeah, three hundred sixty-seven days ago, he was traded by the Philadelphia Flyers to Columbus. Like, huh? See what we bring you here in the box. We bring you knowledge, <laughs> folks. That is knowledge. Yeah. So um. So I just kind of I just did the math here. All right, um, through 16 games last season, through 16 games last season for Detroit Red Wings, they scored 43 goals. Okay, through 16 games, they were shut out uh, three times over that span as well. Okay, they scored 47 so far this year. All right, four so about four it. more goals. All right, so it doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean, it it really is. It really is because I do you happen to have what their record was after 16 games last year? Uh, no. Okay. I just kind of got because Well, and the thing is, it's going to be slightly misleading, too, because they had that six-game winning six, streak. Yeah, yeah they, six-game winning streak. They lost, they lost to Tampa and Florida, yeah. then they won six Looks in a row, and then... It took them till what? March to win four in a row? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is your eyes sink? Because that's... Well, because like I said, my first show, I think, was at the end of December. And, you know, even at that point, we were already talking about, well, they're going to go on a run. 
Every team goes on a run. Even the bad teams go on a run. They're going to go yeah. on a run. They're going to win. <laughs> they're going to win eight happened. and nine. Yeah. And it, it never, never happened. happened. It just never happened. They just couldn't win. They, I mean, screw four in a row, two in a row. Right. Well, they followed two in a row up with five in a row in the L column. And you're like, well, that, that feeling good and, moment and, is and, over. And then, and then also, like, they had that stretch where they, they, they lost, what, five straight games. But it was like, it was like they, they would lose, they would lose like seven games. But five of them would be in overtime. Right. They, they'd be they'd be o six and one with or excuse me they'd be o three and four in a seven game losing streak. Right, yeah. So they'd still you still has four points. So you think all right, just flip some of this, and that's why we always talked about power play and goalie numbers. And uh, just just to kind of go back, uh, Bobrowski was traded from Philadelphia uh, to the Blue Jackets for a second round pick, which turned out to be Anthony Stolzars, a fourth round pick. And a second fourth round pick. Did those had those fourth round picks happen? And if they have anybody's Stol- name worth mentioning, Stolzar, he's he's got he's got some time. Taylor Lear, eh, no. Justin Auger, no. Now, does it honestly? Now, let's just say. So, so I mean, just God. the Vesna Trophy winning goalie was traded for a second round pick and two fourth round picks. <laughs> yeah, just. But and 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 while we're while we're on that subject, though. And I it wasn't Gossis Bear was a third round pick, right? No, nah, he was later than that. What was he? Okay, like he was, he was like a fifth. Let's just say then that he goes for one of the fourths. Then all of a sudden, does it does it really make the trade better? So I mean, really, when it comes down to it, if you get it, you got a two and two fours. It's up to you. It, it, it's the it's the it's the roulette that is the draft. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, because oh, if yeah. one of those guys is Goss to spare, then you're like, all right. Yeah, well, you'll make that. You know, you'll probably yeah, still we, make that trade today. Right. right. We got a, a, a top you, three defenseman. It. Right. So you'd entertain it. But if you completely screw the pooch on the three draft picks and you yeah. don't trade them to get something better, then it's like, uh, so yeah. So his, his last year in, uh, in, in Philly, he played 29 games. This is the Stellars? No, uh, no, uh, Bobrovsky. Oh, Bobrovsky. 29 yeah. games. He had a 302 goals against and an 898 save percentage. <laughs> Uh, first year, like I said, Vezina Trophy, uh, 38 games with Columbus, two goals against, 932 save percentage. It's unbelievable. Hasn't had a, his, his, his worst year came in 15-16. He had a 275 goals against and a 908 save percentage. Was that, that was in that Columbus? Was, yeah, that was his worst year. It's just, it's just unbelievable. And then last year, 206 goals against, 931 save percentage, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. What do you, do you got while you're still? Do you his number so far this year? Uh, yep, he's got uh through 14 games, a 224 goals against, a 925 save percentage. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, take that for my goal any day nine of the week. Four, nine four and one. Columbus man, you know, still can't get used to the fact that Columbus is good. It's weird, right? Isn't it? It's weird. How about speaking? Of, how about that beauty by Jack Johnson? Yeah, the, the shootout winner. <laughs> Who knew he had hands like that? He only played 17 minutes in an overtime game. It was a guy that when Columbus he's was there, bad, he would log 27, yeah, 28 he, minutes a he, night. Well, he's he's their like what their fifth. I think he, he probably is on their bottom pair. You know, yeah, he's 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 up there in age. Jackie Boy's up there in age, so is he? See, that's the thing. Is he really? I don't. I bet he's barely over 30. I bet he's 31. Which yes is is older, and yeah, but well, like I I consider like 28 to 32 yeah. your prime, so. Yeah, yeah, he's maybe he's he's just been around. A long uh, that's time. what exa- it is. He only did two years at Michigan, and yeah. I don't think he spent any time in the A. No, after his two years at Michigan, he was up and he stayed yeah. up the whole time. 
yeah, maybe that is right. Like, and and maybe just because we're we're he's from the area, and so we've watched him play right. literally his whole life, right? So yeah, I mean, it, you it, throw it, those two years of Michigan on it and think that it's their NHL games <laughs> and the the stuff when the you know the US you almost forget, team. you almost forget that he started out in LA. Yeah, that is a great point. He's thirty. See, there he'll, he'll be thirty-one in January. See, I mean, twenty-eight to thirty-two yeah. should be your prime, right? Not old. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So Rorensky and and uh, Jones and Savard probably their top, and Ryan Murray's there too. That's just a good defensive say, course. Was, yeah. That's just a rock-solid defensive course. What that is. The the drafting over over Rowinski and the and the acquisition of Seth Jones. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Another Michigan guy, a couple Michigan guys playing yeah. playing the point there. In Columbus, yeah. Only ten years apart was the, when they were there, but that's that's details. Uh, details. Nah, small yeah, small details minor details, right? Exactly. Uh let's see. And this is this, this I'm just looking up something because this again, like I I I've I've said multiple times the most unfair thing to do is play the draft game. Yep. Um because you never. It's it's it crash you. Absolutely. And not every player is gonna have success everywhere he goes, right? You're, right. Just because a player has success in what, like, say, he he's successful in L.A. doesn't mean he's gonna be successful in Detroit. Correct. It's all about the system. Yep. You know, with some players, it's about the system yep. and about the opportunity. And you're not always gonna get the same opportunities you get, say, in in Vegas that you get if you're in Pittsburgh. Absolutely right. You know, hundred percent correct. If you're if you're a center in Pittsburgh, well, guess what? You're in a third line, right? <laughs> With guarantee, you're in a third, you're in a third line center. I mean, literally, you, unless you're one of the top five players in the league, you are going to be the <laughs> center on that team because the two guys in front of you are the top two of the top five players in the league. So, so just to, so Seth Jones, who, who who's drafted by the Predators, right. because he's a great defenseman, and that's what the Predators and, do exactly. Right? They just they just yeah. Defenseman, yeah, sure, we'll take one. You yep. don't need any more. I know. Well, then you flip him for Kyle <laughs> Turris and keep him for six years. That's what you do with well, your defense. No, Ryan Johansson. Fl- no, I, oh, I'm just okay. saying oh, yeah, I, yeah. that idea. I yeah. forgot the guy oh. that they actually do it, but there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Johansson. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. So he was drafted in 2000 in his draft. He went fourth overall. Number one, Nathan McKinnon. Number two, Barkoff. Number three, Drew Ann. So, could you imagine if Tampa would have drafted Seth Jones, and he's on their blue line? With, with <laughs> That's scary good. I mean, now, now, but on the flip side, you, they don't have Sergeyev, right? Right, because you then know? they have not trade you, right? Right, but, but they have Seth Jones. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine how, like, how good they'd be right oh, now. Oh, I and, know. And, and also, just for fun, Elias Lindholm went fifth to Carolina, the center, not the uh, not Hampus, not his what? brother. Which which is impressive actually because all the top five of those guys maybe not super I don't know, necessarily and Sean those, Monahan with six guys that all play no yeah. bu- no bust out of those top six no like complete like Darnell, out of the league already bust uh, Darnell Nurse seventh to Edmonton still playing Ristolainen eighth to Buffalo it's very important Before there. That, Ninth of Vancouver, slight disappointment, but he still got logs the minutes and starting to come and, into his own. Here's the here, here's the here's the the major one there. Valerie Nichushkin, tenth to Dallas. Ah, yeah. There's the mistake. Yeah, there's the mistake. There's the one that didn't pan out. And it's you know, Max Domi, twelfth. Uh, da, 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 da. Anthony Mantha, twentieth 
to Detroit. Uh, see, you want to play the draft game? You want to blame Ken Pound for something? There you go. He got Anthony Mantha when uh, Jim Neal thought that it was better to take Valerie Nashushkin. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's a Red Wing draft victory for you, folks. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, the Sabres actually took Zadarov at 16th, which they, which they packaged away in the uh, Ryan O'Reilly deal. That's so, hey, it worked out for Buffalo. Absolutely. I mean, it's not working out in the, sta- in the standings for him too well, but, hey, you know, <laughs> baby steps. Uh, I don't know. Will anything ever work out for Buffalo in the standings again, no. ever? <laughs> you know, I'm w- watching them. Jack Eichel might be the laziest superstar in the NHL. Wow. Because he just, when he decides he wants to take over a game and play, he's unstoppable. Right. He's got that fetter off in him a bit. You know, just like, ah, I don't really want to. Like, there's, he should be, he can take over a game at any point when he, when he feels like it. He just doesn't all the time. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's complacency or if it's just he's frustrated in Buffalo. I was going to say, could it already just be the culture that Buffalo has where he's. I mean, is he just, well, I'm getting paid, whatever. Right. I don't don't know. But it's watching him, it's like, you, like, what, there, there are some games where I, where I watch and I'm just like, oh, I didn't even realize Eichel played. And then another time, it's every shift he's out there. You notice him every single shift. He's out there. He's dominating the game. He's well, the, the game against Buffalo was one of the uh, the game against Buffalo. The game against Detroit, I literally had to look up to see if he played because yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't remember anything that he did. That two one, what was it? A one no, the one nothing loss. Yeah. He just, I, uh, yeah. And 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 the thing with Buffalo is. They have another guy on their team who does the same exact thing, Evander Kane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's co- that's coaching, man, right? Isn't it? That, I mean, I well, have a new coach. Phil Housley just got there, and <laughs> you know, and it's it's one of those things where it's just like. Although I I also am like, in the camp. Why aren't you better? Of all sports, you shouldn't need a coach to fire you up. No, you shouldn't need a coach to fire you up. No, and, you, and your I, coach I should be an X and O's guy. Yeah. That tells you system, right. Yeah. But you shouldn't need a pep talk from the coach to fire you up. No. You really shouldn't. Like, and, and I've always kind of felt, I've always kind of felt coaches get too much blame when teams go, lose and too much, yeah. and too much praise when they win. Yeah. You know, but I mean, some coaches are different makers a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of feel like at the end of the day, go out there, do your job. Right. You know, <laughs> like it's, you know, what's funny is, 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 It'll be interesting to see what happens in Toronto over the course of the next five years. But doesn't that isn't that kind of like Babcock? You know, so the one year he takes Anaheim, an Anaheim team that was eighth, snuck in all the way to the Cup Finals, mm-hmm. and he has three. You know, all the success with the Wings in the in the early time he was here because yeah. the Wings had a roster that should have been good for all that time. Yeah. I, I mean, was it him that snuck him into the playoffs? Was it was it Zetterberg and Datsuk? I, I think you can make the argument that he helped. Well, yeah. And then you know, second year in Toronto, they make the playoffs. He knows how to push all the. He he knows how to push the buttons. But now he's got. To, I feel like he needs a, a couple more cups here before you start. You know, because I feel like he. That's the credit that he's got. I feel like he's a a multiple cup winning coach credit with only with one, one cup, cup victory. Yeah. Does that does that make sense at all? Yeah. yeah no. 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 Oh, you're God. absolutely right. Yeah. I hundred percent right. Like um, I I feel like Babcock, he's kind of like he reminds me a lot of what Joel Quinville was for the longest time before he got to Chicago. 
Oh, when he had Kane, Taves, and two of the best defensemen right. in the league. I mean, but Joe Quinn, he he was at Saint, he was at St. Louis forever, right? right? But they just never they never did anything. No, you know they and and even early on in Chicago, like it was, you know, you know, eh, right? You know, Chicago, right? I mean, granted, young team, right? Everything, but it was just like Joel Quinville. He was just that coach. He was never. He just, for whatever reason, when it yeah. came to those big moments, the yeah. playoffs, he just his teams just didn't perform. Although Ken Hedgecock has a little bit of that. Yeah, he got the one cup final. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got one. Yeah. Now he's back in Dallas. God, they're so boring to watch now. Oh my God. Boring to watch? The Dallas Stars are so freaking boring. How is that possible given the offense that they signed in the offseason? They don't they they're not that they're not that run gun. Let, let me ask you this. They're not that running gun. They're not they're not that running gun this year. Because you I well, I, you you blow my mind. How many hockey games do you think you watch in a week? <laughs> How many hockey games do you think you watch in a week? Forget for I mean fact count the wings games. Count the wings, okay. But don't say okay. Well, if the wings played four games in this many versus if the wings played two this many, just give me a straight up number. Like just just are we talking just NHL or just period? Um, because that number is going to grow. I would let's just say NHL. Let's just say NHL. NHL? I'd say and, and and let's count. You know, okay, you parachuted in for a period, and then you had to take care okay. of the kids, and maybe you got back yeah. to it in the third. Uh that number is over twenty. That's unbelievable. It's over twenty. Yeah. So a seven o'clock game and a ten o'clock game every night. About yeah. And then on a weekend night, something during the during yeah. an early game, and then a seven o'clock. Yeah, because I'll because I'll go back and forth between a few games. Okay. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, or out, cause, uh, what was it? Friday night. I, I, I was off Friday night. I was cleaning the house. Kids are in bed. The, the girls in bed. And so I just, I just fired up the, uh, the, the Jets and, and Golden Knights game. Okay. Had it on the TV while I was cleaning. You know, <laughs> just, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, like, so Dallas Stars, they've scored the same amount of goals the Wings have this year. Both at 47. Like they're boring, but they're nine seven and zero. They've only given up forty three goals. Remember, <laughs> they, they took a team that had Ben and uh, Sagan up front, and at, and Spezza, and they added Hansel and what other big? What was the other big free agent forward? Were like, what are they going to try to do? Whenever you, there was one more free agent oh, forward, the Wings have forty nine goals. Radulov, yeah, Radulov, yeah. And and they're still, they still they can't outscore the Wings so far in there. That's that's surprising. Well, wings. Wing, in fairness, wings has played eighteen games. Dollars only played sixteen. But yeah, I mean, it's. Well, at, but at the same time, though, you're still you're you plus know, four. You're, so yeah. I mean, if Dallas has two bad games, right? You said it was forty-seven versus forty-three. Forty. Uh, yeah. Forty-seven goals for forty-three against plus four. Yep. Okay. Six and two at home. Uh, nobody just walks into <laughs> what uh, is that? Still the American, uh, American Airlines, Airlines Center? Yeah. Is it really? I almost call it re- Reunion Arena because I'm old. So. <laughs> reunion Arena. Wow. That is that is going back right there. Because I'm old. You know? That is going into the vault right there. Reunion Arena. I oh, like it. Come on. I, I caught LCA the Joe last week. You did so. do that. <laughs> which, oh, I, and it's going to happen. I'm going to do it, too. There's and, no doubt about and it. And I did it again this week just in conversation. Well, you've been doing it 30 years. That's <laughs> right. It's, it's I, I mean, it's, it's I tough to, you know. I, I would really have to think. How many times did, did it, Comerica Park you call Tiger Stadium? Oh, I still call it Tiger Stadium every once in a while. I catch myself. <laughs> How many times do you still call the Ford Field the Silverdome? See, I don't. No? I don't. Okay. 
I don't, I, I, don't. I don't know if I yeah. am either. I don't. I've never called it. I've never called it Silverdome. Okay. I know. I know that for a fact. But yeah, Comerica Park was a, still still. Uh, that that is almost twenty years old. It is it's almost twenty years old. Which, I still find myself calling. I still and I still people refer to it as Tiger Stadium. Yeah. Like, yeah that, that's, that Stadium, was a hard one know, for a lot of people to deal yeah. with. The change on that. And I, I remember the uproar on that one. Jeez, oh, come here. Like, that's, that's, that's where it's going now. Yeah, guys. I, the, the, that's literally, you think Staples Center is a cool name? No, yeah. it's not. Well, <laughs> the well, KFC Yum Center that Louisville plays in. <laughs> if that's not the funniest name in all of sports for What's Arena. The, and no, uh, the, the, but what, like, what are they called now? The New Orleans Pelicans, they're, they have some doofy, Arena name now. I'm gonna look it Yo, up. You, you, you go ahead. You take a look because you know what the the. When I was gonna say people got up in arms about LCM. Like that's perfect. It's a Michigan company at least. The Smoothie King Center. Oh my God! <laughs> I now want the Pelicans <laughs> to win every game because I want seven or four games of them in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Live from the Smoothie King Center. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, yeah, seriously. The what center? The Warriors <laughs> coming into the smooth. Nobody walks into the Smoothie King Center. Ew. Man, that is right up there with the KFC Yum Center. But no, but all kidding aside, I, it's you know, be, like I said though, it should be uh, it should be Gordy Howell Arena. It should be you know this that and the other. Folks, it's not how it works not anymore. It works anymore. Yeah. It's not 1975. I'm sorry. I tell you what, give them four, give them 400 million dollars, name the and then name the state or whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Them, you know. Exactly. I mean, pe- people in Toronto are upset because uh, Scotia Bank bought the naming rights to, to, for the Leafs. I, I would tell you right now. If, if, if a company came to me and said, hey, we're going to give you $40 million a year for the next 10 years if you call yourself uh, Scotiabank presents Walt Barnes, yeah. that's what my name's going to be. Absolutely right. That's You're absolutely right. what my name is going to be. It's, it will be on my driver's license. It will be on my birth certificate. It will be on my social security card. Economics, folks. It will be on my name tag. That's how I will I will introduce myself that would be to amazing. everyone. Wouldn't you love it? I mean, seriously. And you'd do it for a lot less, less money than that. Oh yeah, you God, yeah. Ten, I mean, like seriously, maybe like ten thousand a month. Oh, oh yeah, you want sure. me to be Thomas Biondo? Brought to you by uh, the KFC Yum Center. Done, done. Yeah, that's how. That's brought how, to you by Comerica Bank. Thomas Biondo, you're brought I, to you back. I will walk done. into a job interview, introduce myself as that. <laughs> like, no, you have to say the whole thing. But the whole thing. It's like it's like a tribe call quest. You got to say the whole thing every time. And you know what? I think a job offer, they would respect you for being able to take a revenue source and make it yours. They would respect you for that. They're not going to look down on you. They'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I have this deal. I got to introduce myself as such, but it brings in some revenue into my home life. That's what I do. I respect that. I respect that. Right? (laughs) But yeah, so, I mean, I... What, what the hell are we talking about? I have no idea. I literally don't know what what started this we, whole thing. We have we have trailed off so much. Yeah, I don't know what brought this we're, on. We're all over the map, but you yeah. know it's fine. No, it's that's fine. what we do. We're actually, for the most part, talking hockey. We're built as a hockey show. Yeah. Sometimes we do talk hockey. We talk other things. Yeah, too. we brought we brought in Dallas. Yeah, Let, you know what? That's, that's how it started. It's Dallas Stars. It's all about Dallas Stars. And but how did we get to <laughs> Dallas? That was my question. How did we get to? How did we get on Dallas? Uh, I don't know. Oh. The tenth overall pick. Oh yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. there it is. We're circling back because <laughs> we were talking about Seth Jones. We it, were talking about Columbus, who just played the wings. And it all it all comes back. Everything comes back. Seriously, with our show, you could do like six degrees of Kevin Bacon on how we got to a topic. That would be a lot of fun. 
Because sometimes we we don't we don't we don't fully remember. But thank God Thomas has a better memory than I do. Well, at yeah, that time, you so. know, I was just because I, I was literally thinking, how the hell did we get down this rabbit hole? Yeah, right. It, it happens. Should um, we? Should wait, wait, you got something else? Should we? Should we jump into your Ottawa discussion? Because you got a good one there. Uh, my what? Your Ottawa discussion. Oh, uh, should we just jump? Should we jump while we're jumping around? No, or you well, so so as as we were doing our show, we broke. We, yep. we broke. I'm I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. You Own know, it. We were the first ones to break the story. Absolutely, we're we the were the first one to break that story on air. Yep. Uh, Matt Duchesne traded from uh, Colorado to Ottawa three team deal. Uh, the Ottawa Senators uh, get Matt Duchesne. Uh, the the National Predators get Kyle Turris. Kyle Turris then immediately signed a six-year extension with the Predators. The Colorado Avalanche get three prospects and three draft picks, a first, a second, and a third. Um, Which uh, means Joe Sackick finally got the haul he wanted. Yeah, uh, so two of the uh, two, two of the prospect two of the prospects that go were uh, that went to Colorado came came from uh, Nashville. They sent uh, Valerie Kamenev, a really good. Scoring winger who has a lot of potential, a lot of offensive potential. It seems like he's actually doing really good in the A this year, over a point per game down in Milwaukee. And uh, their second best defensive prospect. <laughs> I, 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 I wrongly stated he was their top defensive prospect. Last week on the show, I, I erred in my ways because I completely forgot about uh, Dante Fabro. Who they have? Who's their top defensive prospect in Nashville? Yeah. So, so what? The second <laughs> best defensive prospect in Nashville should end up being somebody like Ryan Ellis, right? Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> You're basically trading yeah. for a Ryan Ellis. Yeah, you know, because that's what Nashville does. And and the other prospect that went there was uh, he he's he's pretty high prospect as well. Can't remember the kid's name, and I'm trying to find the freaking trade right now. Here we go. So basically, so if I if I'm understanding it right, because the the, the other two teams just got the one player, correct? Right. Uh, just just Duchesne to Ottawa, right. just Turris to the Preds, yep. and then they they each did some combination, probably oh, three, sorry. right? Uh, also, the Senators they sent. So the Senators send uh, Shane Bowers, Andrew goalie Andrew Hammond, which oh I forgot about him. That's right. Cheeseburger dump. Uh, first round pick and a third round pick. There, and uh, the Predators they send uh, Vladislav Kamenev, Samuel Gerard, and a second round pick in next year's draft. So it was two prospects and a pick from Nashville, and two players and two picks, picks from from Ottawa for Matt Duchesne. Now uh, Shane Bowers, highly regarded uh, prospect as well. He's probably the best player in his birth year. Um, he's again of a, a, a skill forward with a ton of uh, offensive upside. Now, does what what happens? Do all three prospects, all three those prospects, play in Colorado? The Avalanche would like it, but I mean, they could be trade trips, you know. Right. Same thing with the draft picks. Right. You know, they have six assets. They got six assets there, which to do to add or subtract. I mean, right now the Avalanche are in a playoff spot right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and and they're and they're still sitting, you know, kind of teetering in that spot. At at the deadline, you know, they have some chips. Yeah, they have some bargaining chips to maybe go out and swing a deal for James Neal, right? Or or any any play really any of the players any of those players on uh on the Golden Knights. Although you'd think, given that okay, well you'll see what we'll see what they do without without Duchesne, but 
you think if you got in all those those assets, hoard them, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to hoard them, especially if you're if you're showing that you you stay in the if you're in the postseason hunt, you know, two points out. I don't think you give up any of the big assets. I mean, maybe a small deal. Right. But I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if you give anything up for a guy like yeah. Neil. I think you stay all in with what you got, kind of coming up through the ranks because. You know, they've been a long time removed since they've had anybody come up through the ranks and actually stay and the team be successful. Yeah. I mean, and, but, yeah, so, but like, I, I can't, I want to focus, like, I mean, obviously we know Kyle Turris, he, he's, he signed a six year extension with Nashville. He's going to be there. Right. He's locked in. Um, and he, he gives Nashville that, that second line center, gives them that depth, that center that they need. And Nashville clearly is saying, Hey, we're all in. Yeah. We're going for it. We're going for this. You know, they came, very close last year. I mean, they're, they're, and, and, an offsides call and, and an early whistle away from, you know, at least going seven, right? Yeah. You know, I'm Absolutely. not saying winning, but at least going seven. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so, you know, but Ottawa, the, because, um, it came out that at last year's draft, um, the Senators GM went to Joe Sackick and told him, hey, we want Matt Duchesne. And then we found out that last Christmas, Matt Duchesne went to Joe Sackick and said, yeah, trade me. I'm I'm down to be traded. I'm ready to get out of here. So the Senators, they've wanted Matt Duchesne for a while. Clearly, they they wanted him. Clearly. Um, He has two years left, well, one year left on his deal. After this year. He's got this year and next. Yep. Now, Carlson's up after next year. Broussard's up after next year. Mark Stone's up after this year. Cody Cece is the RFA after this year. Uh, let's see. Danzig is up after next year. Uh, let's. Oh, do 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 do. And let's see what else we got here. All right. But okay, so so those those are your guys, right? Right. I mean, those those are some. Big time players for the Senators. Uh, they have enough for another twenty years. <laughs> but and then Mike Hoffman's up in in, in after uh, he's up in Mike Mike Hoffman's up in two years, right? And then Craig Anderson's also up in two years. Mm-hmm. But Anderson's a little up there in age, so you might be okay with letting with kind of letting him walk, right? Probably. But also, I mean, outside of that, I mean. Carlson, he's making six and a half right now. He's going to get ten plus. I don't argue. No argument whatsoever. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how how much Brassard figures into the Senators' plans. Maybe they let him walk. I don't know. Mark Stone, he's he's due for a race. He's going to want more. He's making three and a half now. He's going to want a race. Agreed. Uh, Cody Cece, he's making two eight. He's going to want a race. Yep. You know, and he's RFA. Yep. So, so they might be able to do some sort of a bridge deal with him if they can't get anything long term done. But I mean, where's the money going to come from for Matt Shane? Well, here, let me. I think Ottawa. What they did is they basically said, "Um, well, the first thing I want to look at here, I mean, because as it stands right now, they have." They're they're a little, they're about eight hundred twenty five thousand dollars under under the cap. Um, 
you know, you, we, we talk about frequently about the, the opportunity and possibilities and Nashville being an offsides and, uh, and a, a quick whistle away from, you know, at least the game seven. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure what Ottawa's thinking is they were a goal away, right? From being in the cup yeah. finals. I mean, they were literally goal posts away from 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 going to cup final. Exactly, and and so basically, I think what you're doing is, and this is they're kind of I'll, I'll compare it to something that we're familiar with locally. They they kind of tigered it. Let's we're gonna we're gonna push all we're uh, this close center of the table. We're gonna push all of our chips right into the center here. And we have we have basically a two year window because, like you said, they have the roster set for this year, and then next year, yeah, okay. There's a there's you, at least Cody uh, CCs are restricted, so you're gonna have some power there. Um, Oduya and Weidman, you do whatever you gotta do there. Yeah, Clayson and Ben Harper, if they return, won't be needing big raises. That's fine. Right, not from their everyday roster. And Mark Stone, you can give a little bit of a raise because I think what you're gonna, what they're gonna be hoping, I think in the what their finger cross hope is. This is not a hope. The, the 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 second thing I'm gonna say is a hope. I think Clark MacArthur's probably done with concussions. Yeah, Clark, I think yeah, his out. his career is probably finally over as he got another concussion, I think, earlier this year after battling all the way back. Oh, I completely forgot. It's Bobby Ryan. I completely forgot about Bobby Ryan. He's he's on IR right now, but right. that's seven that's seven mil. Right, which if if he's on IR and once he comes back and his cap comes back on I, do they need to clear out? Yeah, because you know that's kind of the Johan. I mean, is their their forward total actually just much higher than that? Let's see. So that's if, I, if I'm looking at cap friendly, right? That's forty seven. That's sixty seven and a half. And the goaltenders. See, I don't. I think they're still okay with the Ryan contract without him being. Because he's still he's not on long term IR, no. so he's still he's just on IR, which means right. I think it's the the cap. You still kind of have to fit him under the cap. So when he comes back, he'll be good to come back. But the moral of the story is: so this year you, you've got this year. Obviously, your stones restricted, so you're going to be able to get him taken care of. And CC's restricted, you're going to be able to find a way to make that work. Right. There's but, your, it's uh, it. Last year, two years this year, chips to the center of the table. Yeah, and. So so now my question is, they gave up a lot for Matt Duchesne. Yes, they did. They gave up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. If they don't win, and he walks in two years, or he walks, that's probably a bad trade, right? I mean, <laughs> it, it's you know, it's especially in the end. It, God, it's so tough you know, to have these uh, trade conversations today when well, you're I mean, dealing it's with so early on, right? But because I mean, but at the same time, but. You know, you look at what they gave, everything they gave up, and what they did. If they don't, you don't win, and you just lose them anyway, right? For nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break you this know. down two ways. All right, if none of the, they could completely win the trade. If one of, if none of the pros, prospects flare out or uh, pan out, and Duchesne's like, wow, you know what? I really like it here in Ottawa. I'm gonna stay here, even if they don't win a cup. Then that, then they if all of a sudden win. Yeah. yeah. If he st- if he stays and they have some success, yeah, I mean, or or even if they win a cup and he leaves, well, you won. You okay. know what? Exactly. <laughs> win. I mean, even if your arena is going to be twenty percent uh, Maple Leafs fans when you do win it, fine. You know what? You still won. Uh, only twenty, huh? <laughs> oh, you're not playing Toronto in the Cup final, so that's why I'm saying only twenty percent. Okay. But but then the other thing is is that 
you're, they could epically lose this if Deshane is terrible. They don't even make the playoffs the second year. Everybody ends up, you know, they can't yeah. keep everybody under the cap. Then they epically lose it no matter what happens with the prospects yeah. that they lost. And that's the thing. You, it's so early to tell it. But, boy, it could, it's such a huge spectrum of what could happen in a deal like that. And, and the first-round pick they traded, it's, it's lottery protected. It's, well, I think well, things top ten protected. Let me ask you something with that. And I, I, I trust that you know this. So if, if, if the, you know, you say, let's say it's a 2018 first-round pick, but it's lottery protected. If Ottawa ends up in the lottery, does that mean it becomes there's another year later that it's yep. automatic and yeah. it's unprotected, right? Uh, right? Yep. Okay, so it's lottery protected for 18. If we're in the lottery, then it, it's 19, no matter what 19 is. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and I don't I don't foresee Ottawa being dropping out. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you know I don't foresee that happening. But yeah, I mean it's like I I, I and then we talked about this a little bit early on, like because I, I see the trade, I see Duchesne get shipped out, and you see everything. Carl got they got six assets back, right? In, in exchange for Matt Duchesne, and it brought back to me the t- the Taylor Hall trade, yeah. Hall for Larson, like just just Hall for just Hall right. for Larson. That's it. No picks, no prospects, nothing. Right. Not even a future consideration, right? Right. Like, and it's like I and I even, I said this at the time of, of the Taylor Hall trade, but I just felt. Edmonton had to, they had to have gotten calls on Taylor Hall. Right. Everyone calls on everyone, right? right. Edmonton's gotten calls on Connor McDavid. Right. Toronto's gotten calls on Austin Matthews. Pittsburgh right. gets calls on Crosby. Capitals get calls on Ovechkin, right? Like it, everyone go, hey, you know, just to see. Right. You know, just kind of throw it out there. Hey, are you? Sure. You know, I don't, I don't disagree. That's what you do. I think that's absolutely true. And you, you got, you almost have to believe that. Edmonton at some point had to have gotten a be- someone had to make them a better offer. Well, here than a one for one, right? At some, I mean, I don't know for sure. Like, I don't, you know, we'll, that's one of those things we'll never know. Or maybe, we'll, well, we'll, maybe we'll find out one day, and then right. we'll look back and go, "Wow, Pizzarelli, you really are an idiot." But, you know what? I, I and you know what? I'm going to say this, and I and I we when we were talking about this a, a little bit earlier, and and you know, given the conversation that we're having now. Yes, you're right. The, Ottawa has six assets. At least they got an above-average NHL player to play. And that maybe true. that's yeah. the idea. Yeah. You know what? Do we want six bites at an apple that we don't know if we're ever going to be able to eat? Or do we want a sure thing that can play 22 minutes a night in the back end? And maybe that was the decision. Maybe they got offered you know, two firsts and two prospects, but they're like, I don't know, man. But we we they made a thought last summer that it was heading into McDavid's second year. They're like, dude, we might only be a defenseman away. Let's, you know what? They may have done a little pushing of the chips to the center of the table to see what could happen. And they were like, you know what? Let's go with a sure thing, an NBA player or an NHL player. I'm sorry, I got the piston in the background. Yeah. An an NHL player, a defenseman, because we don't have a great decor. And let's not risk prospects and opportunity. That might have been the thought process behind oh, yeah. it. I mean, you're well, right. You never know. Yeah. I mean, we probably won't know, but you know, uh, just in case anyone's. I mean, it's man, terrible. <laughs> what? I was just looking at something that I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit on this pretty soon here too. 
but uh, uh, just looking at something. We'll, we'll, I promise I'll talk about it momentarily. Perfect. We'll, get uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hit. We'll hit it after the break. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like with Ottawa, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's hey, go for it, right? Right. Push all your chips. And and that's the thing with with the NHL is, um. GMs, GM, all the GMs in the NHL, they'll all tell you the same thing. If if you you have a team and you have a chance to make the playoffs, you're gonna go for it, right? Because it's not guaranteed. I mean, we took that for granted here for right. 25 years. You know, just you know, it's right. death taxes, wings in the playoffs, right? <laughs> the you're exactly right, right? And, no, you're exactly and, right. And the Lions will disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly right. Those are just, no. You know, and you know. One of those things is one of those things has has changed, ish. <laughs> Wait, which one are you talking about? Because the Wings is the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lions Lion still disappoint. Well, here's the thing though: they didn't lose today. <laughs> this, is, you know what? Ten years ago, yeah. That I think that the, the, the they went to they would have lost to the O and eight Browns. Right. Oh, for sure. And today they came out and still ended up. They played a bad game and won by fourteen. I I, I made the joke before the game. I was like, I said, I was like, tell everybody, it's guaranteed win Sunday. That means it's going, it's going overtime. To, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> overtime, guys. So true. And for the longest time, it looked like my, it was the people, my, all my regulars at the bar who I told that to, they were like, holy crap, you're right. I'm like, I don't make predictions. I tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't make predictions, man. Which is true because somebody uh, somebody named Walt also said that uh, Riley Shane was going to end up a uh, Pittsburgh Penguin if uh, if and when Andreas Athanasiu signed. And literally 48 hours after he signed, that was a done deal. <laughs> But you know, I want I want to say one more thing about Ottawa Harris okay. as we do come up it. to the break. You know, the other thing is is the stars on this team on that team, and I'm taking Deion Phaneuf out of it. <laughs> they're all under thirty. Bobby Ryan is thirty. Yeah. But the rest of them, maybe when you have a younger team, you think, okay, I I, I have these four forwards that I know I'm going to do whatever I have to do to keep. Right. And I have these, so let's say three defensemen that I know that whoever I'm going to have do whatever I have to do to keep. Yeah. But then you just shift out the pieces around it. Chicago. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Brilliant. No, that's exactly yeah. right. You know what? Chicago, they, 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 they pick their core. Yep. And then they, everyone else? Taravainen, oh. Panarin. Plug and play. Bye. Right. Saad. Yep. Gone. You know, coming gone. Right? Yeah. Got to trade it. Trade Char- that. They ended up losing Charmelson. Yeah. You know what? And that maybe has just been the decision. You know what? They're, they see Their master plan is, okay. Tays, Hosa, Keith, Seabrook. Yep. Everyone and, and else mm. for them it might be Stone, Hoffman, Brassard, Ryan, uh, Carlson, and Cece. You know what? we're going to plug and play around it, but those yeah. are going to be the the guys that we're going to go with. And, and those that, that'll, that'll be the contracts. contracts. I'm sorry. There's, it's the fact that there's still three years left on Fano's deal. Yeah, I bet <laughs> if they can they can cure a lot of ales if they can chip that seven million out. That would do them. I'm sure huge favors if somebody's willing to take that seven million for the next three years. Call Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, you got to hit the camp floor. Right? You got to make that floor. That would be a good way to do it. Seven million from Fanuf and somebody who's at least serviceable. Yeah, I mean, and it's. Let's see. Oh, I'm now I'm just I'm just looking at the wings. Uh, everyone for the wings, and it's like, you know, in two years. There's going to be a lot of money off the books for the Wings. Two years. Eric Carlson, are you sure you want to stay in Ottawa? <laughs> Listen, I, I said it to you last week walking out. Ekman Larson. 
Listen. Yeah, he's a free agent two years as well. You want to be? You want to play twenty seven minutes, but actually have a chance to win? Why don't you come here and do it? I we'll pay. We'll we'll overpay you to keep you too. Yeah, I, Howard's up. Nyquist is up. Cronwell's up. And it, I, I, I mean, that's in two years. I'm more than happy to let uh, let I I think Cronwell will, will retire, and if he doesn't, yeah, he's going to retire. Yeah. Goodbye anyway. Then. I mean, I'm Eric, sorry. Erickson's got uh, two two more years left on his deal, but you got you got to feel a buyout's probably coming for him soon. And honestly, I, I you would think that if unless Nyquist. Watch next year. He'll have seventy-five points because it's a contract year. Oh, yeah, duh. But I'm saying <laughs> that's, that that's you, how those things go, right? I'm saying that Nyquist doesn't resign, and that's four and a half million that you're saving right there, to be sure. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's I didn't realize really Wings retained part of Sheehan's contract. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, Penguins are going to be up against it every year. Uh. And, and and the Wings have another one, two, they have three more years left with the Stephen Weiss deal, with the buyout hit. So, Stephen but Weiss what, deal. the combination of those two is probably maybe, what, a million or two? Uh, Well, Stephen Weiss is 1.6. Okay. So it's actually, this is a, it's 2.5 this year, but it goes down to 1.6 the last three. And then, you know, the cap comes up, too, so that'll help offset yeah, everything, so, too. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... This stuff balances out in the long run. I, I mean... I mean, I mean Everybody's got their mistakes on their books, and oh, I know. Right, and and, and oh, yeah. Red Wings fans will be the first to tell you that they have all mistakes on their books, and that's not true. But, Everyone's terrible. Everyone's overpaid. right. But right now, you know, that's that's just not the case. I mean, all athletes are overpaid, right? Right. Well, <laughs> and, and 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 to, to the we're just talking about Ottawa, a game away from the Cup Finals. We expect big things from them from them this year. Yet they still are paying DMFN of seven million dollars through twenty twenty one. I'm sure they don't want that right now, but that's what they have. Are, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I am. Uh, it's uh. What was I gonna say? I forgot. What are you? Are you still looking at Ottawa? I don't know. We're going to break. Oh, okay. okay. All right, we are back in the box live here, at Buffalo Wild Wings, in downtown Detroit. We are broadcasting live from the second floor in the banquet in the banquet room. Yeah, I'm seeing this banquet center, and I'm just thinking, how great would it be to see a banquet center full of wings? Like, they got the serving tray. Yeah. Oh, a thing of wedges, a thing of onion rings, and all wings. I love oh, Yeah. Um, that thought excites me. Yeah, you can. Yeah, we, we do parties and everything up here, so uh, feel free to call up here. I'm not giving out the number because I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they're not paying me to. I love your honesty. <laughs> I love your honesty. They're not paying me to, so why would I do that? Um <laughs> All right, I'm, let's let's bring it back with a question. We were talking Ottawa and their cap situation in the next couple of years. You were all worried about Nashville's. I, we know you're. I know you're a big Nashville right. fan, yeah. partly because of PK Subban. You know, and that's the thing. I was going to ask you, and then I actually looked at it. So, for the this year and two more, they've got Johansson, Forsberg, Smith, Arvidsson, Benino, Turris, Yarncroft, and Watson all under contract. Yep. Defensively. Again, at least through 2019-2020, they got Subban, Yossi, and Eckholm. And they have Ellis through this year and next year. And then he becomes an unrestricted. They don't – they're fine. They're they're good this year, next year. And if they can find a way to get Ellis under contract, they're going to be good for the next three years at least. They'll they'll trade him and get, like, someone, like, that's younger and better. (laughs) Because that's what Nashville no, does. That, no, no, no. They'll bring up somebody younger and better, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they'll trade for a forward <laughs> that'll score 60 no. points. Yeah, Dante Fabro comes up, and they trade Ellis, and they get, like, some stud forward. Yeah. 
because <laughs> that's what national national. They, I don't think the Predators will ever be a team that's looking for a number one defenseman. Yeah, uh, uh, I, like, I would agree with that. I feel like that's just never going to be a thing, right? Do you think though that they would not? And he's hurt, so I know that makes it a little bit easier. But do you think they would have been like, "Ooh, let's not do this Benino deal if we knew the Turris was coming down our, our pike down the down the way"? Or do you think they still do it? I think they still do it because I mean, Benino, he's your third line center. Your depth, your center depth. I know yeah. you're yeah. big fan of that. You've proven that point many times. I mean, you you can't have too many centers. You yeah. can't be too deep at center. <laughs> Cause, so because here's the thing. worst case scenario: all right, you play the wing, and with the new faceoff rule now, right? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't hurt to have two centers go out there. Very fair. Right? Very fair. You're, you're not hurting. You know, it's 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 a lot it's a lot easier to to flip a center to a winger than it is to flip a winger to a, a center. center. Yeah, Montreal's about to find that out. <clears throat> yeah, thinking that Duran's going to be the center. Okay, sure, guys. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, trade trade away another top defense. Who, who, who's I, I kind of want to find out who Montreal's top defensive prospect is now. Because that's who the next guy who they'll trade. You mean the the guy the the not top prospect, of course, that's not playing in Tampa Bay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. God, he looks tongue looked, in cheek, tongue in cheek. He looks good. Tampa just Tampa's just good. That's a scary good team. Um, yeah, general manager. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, well, speaking of, speaking of GMs, I came across a little something uh, on on the on the on the social media here a couple days ago. I love the social media, and it's uh, it was a chart of of all the players that Pete Chiarelli has traded. I love charts too. This uh, this should have been something I found. All right, so here's all the players that Pete Chiarelli's right. Former GM of Boston Bruins, now current GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. All right, Tyler Sagan, Taylor Hall, Phil Kessel, Carl Soderberg, Blake Wheeler, Benoit Pouliot, Vladimir Saboka, Rich Peverly, Jordan Eberle. Matt Hendricks, Matt Barzell, Chris Versteeg, Teddy Purcell, Nell Yakupov, Mark Stewart, Johnny Boychuk, Brendan Davidson, Justin Schultz, Brad Stewart, Matt Hunwick, Martin Marinson, Dennis Whiteman, Tim Nil- Tim Thomas, and Anders Nielsen. Now, that team would be a playoff team. <laughs> right? That would be a playoff team. <laughs> That's a, the top six alone. I mean, and, and now Rich Peverly, unfortunately, his career ended. Right. He had, with the, uh, he had the heart issue. Matt Hendricks is a good player. Chris yeah. Receives, pretty good player. Uh, now Yakupov, I mean, you know, he seems to kind maybe, of. Maybe he's found something. I think he's got like 10 Colorado points or something like that. that. It's probably the earliest he's gotten 10 points in his entire uh, life. Could you imagine your first line? Tyler Sagan, T- Taylor Hall, and Phil Castle. Go. Okay. <laughs> you can. <laughs> You can do a lot worse. I don't know if you can do a lot better, though. Oh, man. You know, and uh, Ma- Matthew Barzell, uh, just to. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this. Trades by GM. You can actually go find them, too. Yeah. I love the Internet, man. NHL trade tracker. Uh, 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 Ma- Matthew Barzell was traded. He's been traded twice. His draft rights were initially traded from the Penguins to the Oilers for Rob Klinkhammer. Oh, no, sorry, with Rob Klinkhammer to the Oilers for David Perron. And then he was traded again. The draft rights traded again from the Oilers with a sec, with a second round pick to the Islanders for Griffin Reinhardt. Mm. Matthew Barzell has played 17 games this year with the Islanders. He has three goals, 11 assists, 14 points as a, as a plus four. Mm. Griffin Reinhardt has played five games at the Chicago Wolves. 
<laughs> That's an AHL team for those of you not familiar. He's a minus one. Ah, uh, it's not good. That is that. That's it. That's 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 all that he's done this mm. year. Five games, and and just to, in case you were wondering, yes, Chicago has played more than five games this yes. year. Um, you know, so because you've got me looking now, you know that oh you, you know the the dress the Dressel the Phil Kessel deal was for Dressel. three the, was for three draft picks. Yeah, they undrafted at the time, so they were for three yeah. draft picks. You Taylor know, Hall, Dougie Hamilton, and I can't remember who the third one was. I, you said Taylor Hall. I know you meant Tyler Sagan. Oh, Tyler Sagan. Yeah, Tyler Dougie, Sagan. Dougie Hamilton. And yeah. the other one was Jared Knight, who I don't know yeah. if ever did anything. He didn't. But what's funny about that, what I, what I point out is just that, I mean, <laughs> he's tra- he made a great trade to get players and then traded the great players he got in the trades. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, Griffin Reinhardt, he was a fourth overall pick by the Islanders back in 2012. Uh, other notable defensemen that went after uh, Griffin Reinhardt, Morgan Riley, Hampus Lemholm, Matthew Dumba, Jacob Truba. I like and, Hampus and, Lemholm. And then, That's and probably the some, biggest mistake. Then some forward was taken, some dude by the name of Phil Forsberg. He's not good. So moving on right Cody Cece was taken. <laughs> Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah. I mean, so so the Islanders took a bust of a draft pick and turned him into Matthew Barzell. Yeah. That's Doing pretty good. good. Yeah. He and Eberle have found some chemistry there. Two former Oilers <laughs> set each other making it work on Long Island, huh? <laughs> or wherever they're playing their games. Yeah. Now I don't yeah. even know where they're playing now. The, they, you know, you know, the, the blue, they're, they're rocking a the blue and orange, just the wrong uh, logo. <laughs> Same colors, wrong logo. Right? So they are. Am I? Am I looking at this right? He's been out of a job for now two years. Basically, yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I was looking at that right. Yeah, some of these. Oof. And 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 in case you're wondering who the Wings took in the first round of the 2012 draft, they didn't take anyone. They didn't have a first round pick that year. That was probably what is that? Is that for like one? I think so. They took Martin Furk in a second round, and he's got seven goals on the year. So yeah, come on, yeah, slow clap that. Out. Yeah, it, it now it looks good. It looks good now. Last yeah. year it looked like. Mm. And. He, you know, and I, and I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to stick up for this guy, uh, Shirelli. So please don't take it that way. Yeah, what yeah. I, I, but it's gonna come off that way, and it's just because, obviously, or what needs to be said when you hear a roster like that is obviously you couldn't fit all those guys under the cap given well, what yeah. you had. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. I, but see, that's the thing. I like pointing out the obvious sometimes. Yeah. But your point is. The, the the spectacularness of your point is you 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 lose. I mean, just th- think about it this way, and 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 don't he let trade it. The top two picks in a 2010 draft. I, he yeah, he's taken it all. <laughs> he's traded both of them. Yes, and and then, <laughs> they've got nothing in return for. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he he traded Tyler Sagan and Taylor Hall basically for Adam Larson. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> relax. Because there's other points. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Saying it for, for Louis Erickson. <laughs> What's even worse is that he, so you know, he makes the deal for Kessel and he gets Sagan for that. Yeah. So you think, oh my God, you lose a superstar, you draft a new you one. You're Sagan. great, you're great, good job, you've won that trade, and then he, you doubt him. But he was a 19 year old who partied too much, and he he went he went out drinking the night before a playoff game with Brad Marchand, and <laughs> Sagan got shipped out. What a mistake. Now. They Live and learn, right? On, though, so you know, hey. Live and learn, right? Um. So I mean, I mean, we we can we that, we can do a show. We can do it. We should do a show like about that one day on a slow week. Maybe during the All Star break, 
when there's nothing to talk about, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about uh, Pichirelli traits. We have, or just 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 traits in general. I mean, it's. I mean the the wings the wings that they the wings have some bad ones on on their record as well. I mean you know Adam Oates is one that that sure. sticks out. Of course, sore thumb. Yep. The, but in the end, that kind of worked out. The the thought the the one that I well it, well it, I mean he got he got popped at he got popped at the border with uh, Illich's daughter with with Proby and there was uh, some cocaine in the car allegedly. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> wealth of knowledge. That's all I'm saying. That's the uh, wealth that, of knowledge. That's the story. I, I don't. I don't know. May, may, maybe maybe David could ask uh, Ken Holland that question <laughs> tomorrow night on uh, IT and the D podcast Detroit when Ken Holland joins uh, David. Uh, <laughs> got- free, free plug. Free plug. You owe me one. <laughs> Talk about in the mock finger. All right. IT and the D tomorrow night. Ken Holland will be joining. Ken, what, was it Ken, Ken, Dan- Ken Daniels. Daniels? Okay. Wrong Ken. We're, we're hoping that he's just going to let him talk. Uh, uncontrollably for two hours because of the sound then, of his voice. Uh, you tune in next Sunday as we'll have Ken Daniels on our show. <laughs> yeah, Cal- and, right, and we're gonna let him talk. This is Walt being Walt. <laughs> this is just totally Walt being Walt right now. That's what's happening. Um, worth a shot, right? Never hurts to ask, right? You know, true. <laughs> uh, the the best deal. Uh, see now you made me lose it. It was the the Wings acquired two defensemen at the '98 trade deadline. The second of which was Jamie McCowan. The, that, I think, was the one that everybody thought would be the throw-in, and he was the one that ended up playing on the third line. Was it Dmitry Marinoff that year? Uh, or, Marinoff, yes, it was Marinoff. Was it Marinoff yeah, that year or he, he was in Anaheim. Marinoff, no, o- I was two, Okay, it was. 0-2 o- 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 was Freddie Olsen. Okay. They, but, you know, Dmitry Marinoff, but Freddie Olsen, Olsen actually scored a big over the wings at playoffs that Freddie, yeah. Freddie, Freddie Olsen and, and good old Steve Duchesne. Mm-hmm. That team was so deep. And Steve Duchesne was the kind of a guy like, all right, yeah, whatever. But he ended up playing like some hard minutes. That, that's the that was the crazy thing about that team is that okay, so yes, it had Nick, it had Nick Lidstrom, and it had Chris Chelios. But the, like the three, I mean, well, Chris Chelios was way past his prime. Was at Chicago? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for that error of judgment. Anders Eriksson for Chris Chelios. All right, deal and every two, day and two draft picks. Okay, cool. The bottom three defensemen were Olsen. Duchesne, guys basically have a scrap yeah. team and a forward and Matthew Daninol, yeah. a converted forward. And and I, I and I think uh I think Olsen was like the seventh defenseman or something, you know? Like so he, he didn't play every game. See now I thought UA Croup was and No, UA Croup wasn't that this he was long gone after that. UA Croup wasn't on that on that on our Okay, then who uh, Yuri Slager. Yeah. Yuri Slager was the one that, Slager, that had yeah. to play he played in game five of the cup finals yeah, yeah. because of the suspension to Yuri Fisher. Yeah. In cup so, Wow. Fun fact, Yuri Slager uh, was the last player to wear 71 before Dylan Larkin. Look, again, wealth <laughs> of knowledge. Although, would I have been able to pull that well? No, I don't think I would have. I think don't, that's all you. I think no. that's a Walt Barnes special. No, no, don't ask me anything about calculus or algebra because I don't know. <laughs> why, would you, why would you bother filling your mind with such unimportant things like calculus and algebra? <laughs> when I can just know jersey numbers of, of Exactly right. <laughs> that's what's far more important. And don't let anybody tell you differently. So, like, what, 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 what am I fun getting? And it's, it's amazing how often I get people with this. At, like, I'll go to people at the bar and I'll just say, I tell you what, if you can name me. Here we go. Who, the, who, who, who were Brett Hall's line mates in 2002 to get to the goat, I'll buy you a beer. I, does everybody get that, Suk? 
Everyone gets that too. No okay. one gets the, the guy on the other side. Nobody gets Boyd Devereaux? No one. Everyone always goes, I forgot about Boyd Devereaux. I'm like, he was the original yeah. kid. Yeah. He was, he was, and then, and then some dude named Henrik Zetterberg came along and Boyd Devereaux got shipped to Montreal and, you know. Slight upgrade. It was a slight upgrade. <laughs> yeah, right. you, you make these decisions and you decide if you're up upgrade. You make a slight upgrade and they, they slightly you know, you upgraded. Know. Boyd Devereaux, you know, he's a. Pisses are 10 and 3? Holy crap. With, and they swept the five game homestand for the wow. first time in a long time. Wow. How, how about that? Man, good old sort of Pistons. Man, Chauncey and, and the, the Wallace boys sure are playing good ball right now, aren't they? That's, that's a throwback, isn't it? I, I think you may be a few years off. Am, on am that, I off? But, you know, uh, no, I, I joke, but honestly, I, I, I still have a Tayshawn Prince jersey, so I, there's that. All, all the credit in the world to the Stan Van Gundy for getting that team right. Yeah, hopefully, I hope they keep it up. That would be re- that'd be really cool to get Detroit basketball to be a thing again. Yeah, it's a dorm. It, the city's dormant when when I mean it's. Well, I mean it's. This is completely off topic. Of here, course, but whatever. Yeah, um, that's Detroit, what we do. We're, we're kind of a city of front runners. Kind of are. With, with the, with the yeah. especially with the with the Pistons, yeah. the front you have to you have to be, you have to be you have you to know, be. If you're not good. No, no one's. We're not. We're not selling out. But here, here's the thing, though. Outside of a very few special teams and special markets, that's ninety five percent of sports. If you're not winning, you're 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 not filling your building. Well, yeah. In, in, and 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 that's. You know, Toronto hockey I mean, exception. It, it, it took it took the Lions to go zero and sixteen before people finally said it, it really was. Like I, because you know, we my fa- my dad, bless his heart. I don't know why. You know, he's a great guy. Still, still has Lions season tickets, and every year has been the last year. Every year has been the last year he's doing it, but still does it. But that zero and I remember the final two home games. I, seriously, I don't know if there were thirty thousand people. There. No, there weren't. I here's the thing. I as a bartender, I worked down here. Have you, for, have you I was been working, working out here that long? Wow, I, yeah, okay. I've been, right. been out here for a long time. I, I've, I've, I've logged my time in. That's, that's, you have. That, that's you have. why if you, if you walk around the Greektown area with me, Walt kind of has a little – I have a little bit of stroke, you know. <laughs> I have a little bit of stroke around here. I like it. But, but yeah, so I, but I, I remember it just being miserable yeah. down here. And actually, so some two of my regulars, uh, these two guys, they still come in and see me to this day when – I I, train, I worked at a different bar. Now I work at Beat Ups now, and they still come here. They follow me wherever I go for Lion Sunday. They gave up their. They just gave up their season tickets yeah. after that year, but they didn't tell their wives. <laughs> <laughs> so they still would come down every Lion Sunday. Oh, come down, man. hang out at the bar with me, and drink and booze and have a good time, and then they would just. And they would take their wives to one game a year because that's what they wanted to like. Right, because then so, they still so, wanted to go. So, they and, and, and so and, well, well, because the wives thought they still had to see the tickets, right? All right. So they just buy some tickets and, you know, about the same area. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> they, they, this went on for about six years before they finally came clean and told their wives. <laughs> that. That's good. That well, that's a classic story. That is a really, really. Good I tell story. him, I'm like, you know what? You bust your guys' heart. You yeah. guys are you, you, you guys are awesome. I like to. T- I use the term "living right." That's living right. That's and, living and, right. And here's the and the guy told me it was, it was the logic was look, Terrence, it's me. They're, they're like, look, they think we're going to spend this much money on tickets. Thank you, sir. So it gives us. Uh, gives us the, the the chance to go out, 
get drunk and blow money. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're like, like we're actually not spending as much money as they think we're spending because you know because <laughs> season tickets are expensive, you and know, then ten dollar yeah. two ten dollar beers per quarter is expensive. Yeah, yeah. They, they 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 come hang out with Walt. We do you know at, they have a few pops and you know game starts. I I get to go out and. Check the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, go go ask the neighbors for sugar. <laughs> That's uh, go 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 uh, go check out the whiskey supply of the other of the other bars around. You know, just to make sure that you know they're good, they're stocked up. Awesome, <laughs> but yeah. So, but I mean, you know, th- those guys, you know, th- those guys are they're probably if there if there was a, a regular like a customer hall of fame, those guys would be in it. Right. But that's us, awesome. That's, you know, a, that's, that's great. And speaking of Hall of Fame, this weekend is a Hall of Fame induction. Oh, Segway. Look at that. Segway. Work that, work that in. Segway. Um, so, and I know you want to talk about this because uh, I do. One of the guys. And I, I kind of feel like two, two, two of the inductees this weekend, um, just real quick, it's uh, Dave, Dave Andrew Tuck, Dave Andrew Tuck, Paul Correa, Mark Recchi, Timo Solani. They're the they're, they're the players going in. There's some other guys going in too. We won't get into them. Yeah. Uh, some dude named Drake Jacobs in Goyette, a female hockey player representing Team Canada. Good for those guys. Honestly, don't know much about you. Yep. So we're not going to pretend like we did. So yeah. But um, Korean Salani. They're I mean they they're kind of like the the peanut butter and jelly of uh-huh. hockey growing up, right? Yeah. Like you couldn't have one without the other. Didn't seem like that. You Absolutely. know it was. And then you know they they had that weird time where Solani left and Korea was just there, you know they remember they both went to Colorado for a yeah the cup grab and then they both they were both had it, awful it, seasons yeah and then and then Colorado was bounced I think in the first round yeah that year. Korea, Korea went back to Anaheim yeah. and then and Solani went to San Jose like it was, yeah and then then Solani ended up back in Anaheim after yeah. Korea yeah, retired yeah Korea Korea was was a catalyst for that 03 run yep everyone remembers i mean i think every, you talk about the 2003 Stanley Cup final devils and devils and ducks what does everyone talk about the Korea dying and then coming back and scoring goal the next yeah, shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Scott Stevens okay. hit that yep. would get him suspended for 27 games now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. There's a great point. How, oh, roll, spin the wheel on how many days like, he would I mean, be. Oh, you know, what a great point by you. You know, like, like that is like seriously. At the, t- I remember watching it at the time. Like I was at home, like watching that game. I'm right. just like, he's dead. Yeah. Like that, it felt dirty. But he literally, well, he and he literally was unconscious. Yeah, he, he was remember, out. I don't know if people, you know, out. there was the, the camera shot of him. Yeah, he's just laying there. He's where like, there's he's nothing out. on his visor, and then all of a sudden he snaps too, and you see the visor because yeah. he finally starts breathing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the visor. Yeah, One of the he, most classic shots in hockey. He's out, right? And and like and today he doesn't. There's no next shift goal, right? <laughs> right. He's sitting in a dark room and he's oh, yeah. done for the game. Absolutely, he's done. No, you're you know, exactly I mean, right. A lot of those factors from that, yep. <laughs> from what happened in 2003, no, not today in 2017. No, no, but, no, and, no. and then he go, and and I remember, I always remember Gary Thorne off the floor on the board on <laughs> with the goal <laughs> because it literally ass. was, you know, off the yeah, yeah. he was, and it, and I think that, that he scored. It was the game winning goal, if I remember. I believe, it was. I believe it was. Yeah, well, so. I it it wasn't. 
if again, if memory serves, it wasn't like late in the game, but it was the goal that yeah. gave them the lead, and they yeah. never relinquished it. So right. the true, I mean, the true definition of the game-winning goal. I just didn't want it to be portrayed as like an overtime goal. No, I know, no, you, it didn't, wasn't, I know no. you didn't think anything yeah. like that. Just wanted to be clear. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, I think I feel like it ended up becoming a game-winning goal. Yeah, but and um, unfortunately, it it just it felt weird that you know if it, he went to Nashville for a bit. Yeah, which was it's weird that he went. You know, he seemed unwanted for a while, didn't it? And, and and you look at Paul Korea, who who also uh, we share the same birthday. Oh right, fun there, fact. You know? There it is. I mean, he's slightly older than me, and like a lot better at hockey than I ever was. But you know, other than that, we're don't worry about guy. the details. <laughs> right? Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, uh, but it it always felt incomplete to me that he never won a cup. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I feel like he should have got one. Yeah, because he you was know? a good dude too. Yeah. Although and, most hockey players are, and, and I know credits. after he retired, there 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 was some bitterness from him towards the sport of towards the sport of hockey for for everything. I mean, because he just concussions plagued him throughout his career. Yeah, I mean and that was even before the Scott Stevens thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you you kind of feel like if and he and he was a smaller guy. Yeah, you know he wasn't big. He and, and you feel you you kind of feel like with Korea. I feel like he. Hall of Fame career, clearly. Clearly. But I feel like we miss we missed a lot with Paul Korea. Oh, we did. You know, we were kind of robbed to really see Paul Korea at at his at peak for a long time. No, you're you're exactly right because here um I got his numbers up here. And first of all, how funny is this? Hundred and or nine hundred and eighty nine games played. Nine hundred and eighty nine points. I think we can. Everybody can do the math to let you know how many points he scored out per game. Point per game. Point per game guy. But so he's got the his last year in Anaheim, eighty-two games, eighty-one points. Then he makes the the the, the jump to Colorado, plays fifty-one games, scores thirty-six points. He has three straight eighty-two game seasons. Two of them in Nashville with eighty-five and seventy-six points. So quality numbers. The uh, the third year, thirty-three years old. 82 games uh, in St. Louis with 65 points. And I think, I, I'm guessing this at age 34, this is where things took a turn because he played 11 games in 2008-2009 with two goals, 13 assists, 15 points. I, I'm guessing, I have no facts to back it up. Uh, maybe you're Googling it right now. Was if it was some sort of concussion thing. I'm going to just assume yes. He played one more year in St. Louis, and I'm not going to lie to you, I don't remember him spending one year in St. Louis, let alone three, I, which well, is unbelievable. As soon as you say St. Louis, I do I do remember him I, in St. Louis that, now. Like, when I saw that, that shocked me, because I, I thought it was more years in Nashville than St. Louis. He played three years in St. Louis. That last year is 75, 18, 25 for 43 points, and, and that was it. Still a respectable total. 43 points in 75 games? Hell, nowadays, that's a second-line winger. Yeah. You know, I don't know what I don't remember quite what that was in 09-010, but hell, now you want your second line right winger to get forty three points in a year. Um, but he was he was fun, and it, you know what? He's a guy that he 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 was he was too early. Paul Curry in the game today. Oh my god, he'd be he, Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, exactly. Like he's Johnny Gaudreau. He he'd be so because that's what that's who I see when I watch Johnny Gaudreau play. I see Paul, Paul Curry exactly. And then, you know, I'm going to, I want to, yeah, if you have more on Paul, feel free to get back to it. I'm going to talk about Tamu for a minute because. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and that, that's the other half, right? I mean, it's, 
the peanut butter, like I said, they're, yeah. they're peanut butter and jelly. You can't, you can't have one without the other. No, you can, and it just, you know, I, I, I'll, you know, it's one of those things that you you don't forget about during the, the the like, you know, when you're watching the NH the the Red Wing Return to Hockey Town video, they talk about how, um, you know, they had to deal with the two up and comers. Name anybody else that ever played with Slani in Korea. I mean, you probably can. You can remember that their center was probably. You could probably remember their center was Steve Ruchin for the majority yeah. of the time. Steve Ruchin, Ruchin played oh center. Boy, Ruchin. But honestly, and it's true. Who name another duck? And yet they got to the playoffs. Bowsma was there for a bit. Yeah, I feel like. But yeah, it's 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 not anybody that's going to make you think. Oh yeah, no, he was huge. Yeah, if you remember <laughs> him, you're, you're you're thinking, oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Team Muslani, my I, I fell in love with Team Muslani. He scored a hat trick in an All Star game, <laughs> which you know at the time I think I was so new to hockey, I was like, oh my god, how good are you if you're scoring a hat trick in an All Star game? Not realizing that everybody scored <laughs> scored a hat trick in an All Star game. But at that point, plus <laughs> watching all the Red Wing stuff, Team Muslani, and then he kind of had that career thing where I think it like. 34, 35, his career took a dip. It looked like that it was probably over. And he just, he brought it back. Yeah, he was. He, he, he just came back from the dead. He was, he was big for the uh, for the Ducks. Yeah. In, 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 those late, in those last few years, especially in 07, that cup run. And and that was the other great thing is that he did get the Stanley Cup. Yeah, he got the too, cup, right? Which was, yeah. which was great. Which, which was just fantastic. You know, and. With, with 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 I mean essentially the new Korean Solani and with with Gensoff and, and Perry. Perry yeah but and, it, but and, he didn't and he also was, Corey Perry was almost an Edmonton Oiler he was not um he was not just along for the ride and that was no grab for him yeah, Solani no, was, was as important as Gensoff and Perry to that Stanley Cup team sort of freaking overtime winner against the Wings uh, <laughs> on an Andreas Lilia pickpocket on a play that none of us will ever forget Lilia had it behind the net. Stick lift, turn, steal, goal, fall behind four or four nothing in game six, pull it back to four three, and they can't get it even. And the other thing that people aren't going to forget about that series, obviously, it still bothers me to this day, was the. I, and okay, so I forget a little bit of the the circumstances, but how, how they almost killed Thomas Holmstrom was that? See, it was the either Pronger and Niedermeyer. Yes, but yeah. then we got shorthanded. Yeah, I don't remember if that happened while we were shorthanded or that happened, and then after the fact we ended up shorthanded. And you're like, "How in the hell is this happening?" And yeah. then they scored to tie it to make it two-two. That game, game five, goes to overtime. The Solani steal, and that was all she wrote. Right. So I mean, and then another guy, uh, Dave Andrichuk. Now, did he end up playing for every team in the league? I'm sorry, no, <laughs> it's, it's not right. Just Buffalo, Toronto, New Jersey, Boston, Colorado, Tampa. Just those guys. That's it. This uh, is a quarter of the league. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. But um, so so everyone everyone remembers uh, Ray Bork getting traded to Colorado, but everyone forgets Dave Andershuk was a part of that deal. I did with, forget uh, that. Yeah, he 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 went he went with Ray Bork to Colorado uh, for Brian Rolson, Sammy Paulson, Martin uh, uh, Granier, and and a first round pick in the 2000 draft. Now, Andershuk. Ended up signing that offseason with the Sabres because of the UFA, so he missed. So he missed the cup. Okay, Ray Bork got his cup. Andrew Shug didn't. 
So and they Bork didn't win his cup the year he was traded. He, no, no, they got yeah they they I think they lost in because uh, that was two thousand. They lost to the they lost to the Stars in the conference finals in seven games. Okay, because I. I faintly remembered that, but I could never. I never could confirm it. So the year that he was acquired at the he deadline, pretty, they didn't. They didn't win, win it. No. It was the following year. Which, the following year, which was then his last year, right? He did right. not play he, another year after he that. Retired. Yeah. Okay. He, he 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 wrote. He went out on a white horse. Um, and then he signed in Tampa, and then he famously won the cup with Tampa. And if if I don't know if you remember this, I I because this is forever ingrained in my mind. But uh, when he took a penalty with like. It was like under a minute left in a game. Okay. It was like 30 seconds left. They're up by two goals. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. He took a penalty and again, Gary Thorne, like Gary Thorne is ingrained in my mind in hockey. I hear Gary Thorne's voice. I think, I think ABC, NHL and ABC. And because right. he did the, vo- he did the yeah. voice of the video game right. for yeah. during our formative years. And so, and so I, I just remember him going, Dave Andrew Tuck is going to win. Is going to sell, is going to win his first Stanley Cup sitting in the box. Like, I think it was it was like something stupid, like a a hook or something like that. Like, so that the the funny thing about that game, as again we just so random how we get down these rabbit holes, but that was a game where didn't Calgary that was Calgary versus Tampa Bay 05 Cup final or 04 because there was no season in 05, 04 Cup finals. So didn't Calgary have something like seven shots in the first two periods of Game Seven, and then they ended up with twenty-two in the third and just peppered. Uh, yep, <laughs> Nikolai Habibulin, and he just he they scored one with an empty net. I think I think it wasn't the final. I think the final score of that Game Seven was two to one. I think it was three to one. Okay, maybe it was three to one. But I know I know they got on the board. I know they got yeah. it to within one. Well, I mean, well, if you if you ask Calgary fans. Flames won that, won that series in six. Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember Talking, or not. I, I, I will when you All tell right, me. So I will when you tell me. Went to overtime. I do remember that. And um and Aginla knocked the puck towards the net. But uh and like honestly, I I think it's a goal. Like you you can you can go you can look it up if you want. Look up uh. Calgary like no goal whatever I don't know. Just, you, Google you find, it. Go, right, you find yeah. anything you need. But. So the puck's going going towards the net, and Hobby Bullen's leg, his pad, is like behind the goal line, and it's just just barely though. And he kicks it, and he kicks the puck right back out, and it's like it's a big save. And they go up the ice, then they review it, like I think it's obviously play, then they review it, and like I remember looking, I go, "That's a goal." Yeah. And then it said no goal, and you know, so you, you talk to Calgary fans, they won that Stanley <laughs> Cup. They were robbed. Um. There's something else I was gonna that I remembered about what I was gonna say about that series that I'm totally blanking on now, but that was, hi, uh, it's gone. Oh well, it's fun while it lasted. Solani in 966 games with Anaheim. I, I love how it's listed on on Hockey Reference. How it's ANA or MDA, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, of course. Uh, 966 games played. 988 points in Winnipeg, where he scored 76 as the finish flash. Uh, 231 games played, 306 on the goals for or on the total points. San Jose 176, and then 131 for points. And then you get Colorado, 78 games played, 32 points. Not even <laughs> a half a point a game. Whatever else, he's at least three quarters of a point right. per game. I remember as you say, you know, one of the 
I didn't have cable growing up. So, you know, when I first, I it was rare for me to catch SportsCenter, but for some reason, Nikolai Habibulin was still playing when I, or, or I just randomly see an episode of SportsCenter when he was playing, and I heard literally one of the funniest things in my life when they called him Kabibulin. Oh, yeah. Nikolai Kabibulin. I mean, not on purpose. You know, that's just how SportsCenter is. And like, Nikolai Kabibulin making plays. <laughs> and I, to this day, me and, uh, like, I used it, and then any time that he was ever brought up, that's how he was mentioned, was Kabibulin, because that was just amazingly hilarious. And then the the other player going in, uh, Mark Recchi. I mean, you... At 45, you still thought he was going to score 25 goals in a year. I mean, he scored 14 his final season in NHL, uh, which he won a cup with the Bruins. Yep. But, I mean, you look at at his career. I mean, he was never one of those guys where... He jumped out at you, right? Right. Like, not a guy you think, oh, Mark Reck, oh, yeah. Right. But here's a guy. He's won He's won three Stanley Cups, one with Pittsburgh in the 90s, one with Carolina in 06, and then, I, I just said, ended his, ended his career with the Bruins with yeah. winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> and I don't think that – And, I, and What know, was his playoff numbers? Because he, he was – I, if I remember correctly, uh, he was big year, for them. Five goals, fourteen points in twenty-five games. It's th- that final year in two thousand eleven when he, it, when he in, won in it, the uh, playoffs. Yeah, fourteen points, twenty-five games. Yeah, that that's important. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 14 points in a twenty-five point playoff uh, season. Yeah, he, he retired with five hundred seventy-seven career goals, one one thousand five hundred thirty-three assists. You know, hi, yeah, okay. uh, sixteen hundred games, five hundred points. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, he was, uh, I remember Mark, he was on the Pittsburgh team that lost to us in 08, was he yep. not? Yes, and then he got, he got, he was, uh, no, no, he was not. He was he not? Got, he got traded, he got dealt to Atlanta, he was a part of that Hosa deal. Okay. He was part of the Hosa deal. So he yeah. was on the, te- the, the team when that year started? Yeah. And then he was traded, yep. okay. He was part of, yeah, he was part of the Hosa deal. Because I, I was going to say, I know he played with Crosby for some period of time, he was with Crosby. Mm-hmm. I don't know about linemen. I just remember games where I was watching Crosby and Recky was out there too. Yeah, Mark Recky was the guy. And again, it's it's funny. I'm gonna I'll nerd out and I'll totally admit it. It was one of those things where when playing video games, you knew you wanted Mark Recky. You were like, all right, go get Mark Recky and let's put him on the first or second line because it's Mark Recky and he's gonna do things. <laughs> he's gonna score. He's gonna put. He's gonna end up being a good guy to have on the top two lines. And the, it's well-deserved trip to the Hall of Fame for him, too. It's obviously those numbers tell you. And it was yeah. set, oh, 1,600 points. Yeah, yeah. that's going to get you into the Hall for sure. 500 goals, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's always, it's always kind of cool to just kind of look back, um, you know, at, especially this time of year with the Hall of Fame. It's always kind of yeah. cool. Kinda, just kind of look back and reliving. And like, and especially now because it's guys that we watched, right? In their prime, right? You know, it's, this isn't like when we were, you know, when I don't Ray Bork went in. Like, I kind of remember Ray Bork, but right. you know, more towards the end of his career, like seeing guys like towards the end of their career. Now it's like I watched that guy, play. right? Like Federoff and Lindstrom going in together yeah, a couple years like, back. Like I watched their career start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did Recky? Wasn't Recky on that Flyers team too in '97? Yep. Yeah, he was the second line player at, underneath the what was what they call that top line of the Lindros, Legion of, the Legion of Broom. No, Doom. Sorry, Le- I forgot. We they were the Legion. Everyone's called him the Legion of Broom, 
after we swapped them, the, the Legion, Legion of, of Doom. Doom. Okay. Renberg Later Le- on, and Leclerc. Leclerc. Okay. Renberg was the, was always the forgotten guy. That's how you win trivia. You win trivia. Ask for you know the Legion of Doom line had Leclerc, had uh, Lindros, and who else? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and I bet you'd get a lot of people saying Mark Recchi, as a matter of fact. Probably, yeah. No, um, so look, kind of, kind of looking forward um, to next year, the ne- next year's draft class. Uh, while, while you're typing, <laughs> was it Andrew Chuck that took the Constantine off hit or Brenda Moore? In Game Three, the famous Constantine off hit that you've seen a thousand times. Brenda Moore. Yeah, I th- okay. I thought it was Brenda Moore. One moment, please, while we type. Let me. Let, what do I have to say? The current Ducks get a lot of credit for hanging around because they, at one point, were without. This was just something that we were talking about pre-show. How we got to give credit to the pr- current Ducks about how they were playing with for a stretch without uh, Lindholm, Fowler, and uh, Vantanen. Now they're without. They're, they've been without Kessler, and now they're without uh, Gitzlov, and they're still hanging in the postseason race. So credit to the current Ducks. After we praise them for the two Hall of Fame pass ducks in Korea and Solani. Still digging? No, nope, I had it and then it redirected me. Well, is it? It's redirected you. It's exactly what you wanted. How do you get redirected away from the page you're looking for? Don't know. Damn it. So the guy's eligible. Who who let's see if I can we can say anything about it. So these would get what what is it in the NHL? Is it three years or five years? Five. Five years. How long ago did Matt Sundin retire? Uh, oh, God, yeah, way more than five years ago. No way that he was playing in 2012. Yeah. Um, well, one of the first ballot guy who, who will be eligible next year on this for the first time, I think he's going to get in. Uh, some A goalie by the name of um, Marty, Marty Brudeau. Yeah. Got a chance. He'll get in. Got a chance. He'll get the votes. <laughs> I, is is it is it, it? Do you get unanimous Hall of Fame guys? If, is there any way that he could not be a unanimous selection for the Hall of Fame? Is there anybody that would right. vote no on their ballot? And then you have to do it out of spite. If you, I mean, if, as long, well, as long as his first wife's uh, is is it on committee, maybe she won't. That, and that, that's the thing. <laughs> if if he is voted on there, or if if somebody does say no, then. Is it names? Right. right. Can we now remove their ability to vote like for the, the Hall like of Fame? The one clown that decided, yeah, no, Green River Jr. isn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, that, those are always great to hear. All right, so Berdera, for sure, he's in. Where, where are we going to be comfortable with that? Uh, Curtis Joseph. That's interesting because, you know, the Hall doesn't have a lot of goalies. No. And Joseph played a long time, and the problem is he never won. No. That'll be a very interesting one to see. Yeah, uh, I, he was easily blamed in Detroit and everywhere he went because he played in Toronto too. Blame there, I'm sure. Played in Calgary, another hotbed. Oh yeah, blame there. But yeah, he he unfortunately came came along on the wings. He was a goalie that O three year. Oh boy, where they right. couldn't score goals. Right when uh, they lost. Uh, well, four games and scored six goals in four games. Yeah, a team that had firepower for days, and every game was a one goal game. Right? Yeah, I think. Well, it was. Yeah, I think every game was. It was two one or three two. Yeah. Uh, other guys who could possibly get Jeremy Roenick. He'd be in. 
I'm going to say he's in. Uh, of getting a back off? No chance. Danny Hefferson? Absolutely. Marty St. Louis? Absolutely. Yeah. St. Louis has been retired five years? Yeah. St. Louis uh, first year eligible next year, yeah. That's so, all. And, and Daniel Alfredson. So, so there, there's there's three that I'm very confident. Those those three of those guys, I'm very confident will be in. It's also really funny. That could be a fun game to play. Is just name. <laughs> Has this guy been retired five years? Because I would have never yeah. guessed Martin St. Louis so been I, gone five I, years. So you could have some. So Brodeur, St. Louis, and Alfredson probably you know next year to Hall of Fame. Yeah. There, there's there's some there's some power there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. A couple guys who are like, you know, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Kind Although, okay. you know, when you start talking about Hall of Fame, I guess, yeah, that would also make sense. Yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. They, they did some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Scored a lot of goals. Berdier won cups. St. Louis uh, won one? He got one. Just for the, the one in, uh, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. And then he only played, he played in New York and was there anywhere else? Uh, he started in Cal, he was in Calgary and Arizona. At the beginning of his career, was he really in Arizona? Yeah, he was in Arizona, and then he went to Calgary, and Calgary shipped him off to Tampa, and then rest the rest of history. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, it, yeah. He was one of those, again. St. Louis, one of those guys, small, undersized guy who teams just didn't. Nah, they didn't think anything of him. Made it happen. Um, you know, it's funny is if either of those two goalies, not Bertier, if Joseph and and or Nabokov make. The, the Hall of Fame with Chris Osgood still not being in the Hall of oh Fame. My God. There will be such an injustice done. That is that would be one of the biggest yeah. Hall injustices. Unless Ozzy got taken with them now all of yeah. a sudden, then you can let somebody else in. And I, I feel like, you know, they win in 09. Oh my no God, yes. Right? Yes. Because he's he, he he was the MVP. He was the Con Smythe winner too. Oh yeah. If they For win sure. game seven, he's the Con Smythe winner. Yeah. He was he was amazing that run. You could make the argument he might have been should have been in it in 08 instead of Zetterberg, and if he plays the whole playoffs, he might be. Yeah, but you know, uh, Hashik got the first four. <laughs> so still never always remembered. The predator, David Legwan came on and said their goal was to chase Hasek out to get Chris Osgood in. Yeah, that was their goal. And then they didn't lose for the next. They didn't lose for, for three weeks in there. It was for a month. Yeah, because they, they, they won their final two, and then they swept the blue. No, no, uh, no I'm, I'm in the wrong year. No, they um, so swept like, the Avs. Yep, the, swept the Avs, and then they won the first three against the Stars. The stars, yeah. And the Stars, they won two in a row, and then the Wings put them away. But, yeah, yep. it's, they lose for a month. Yeah. <laughs> in the playoffs. And they weren't even close. Yeah, no. They were, none of the games against the Avs were close. Franzen is still scoring against the Avs in the all nine playoffs. Yeah, I think he just got credit for another. Goal. Yeah, nine goals and I think four postseason yeah, games against yeah, them. I th- yeah, I think he just got credit for another one. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised at all. All right. Um, looking ahead, we look, looking ahead at this week. Uh, the the Wings homestand, homestand, baby. They're not they're not leaving Detroit for a while. Two, two, and two at Little Caesars. Yeah, they're they're. They're they're gonna get comfortable. Uh, yeah, Buffalo got to get a win. If, well, sorry, you start off Calgary, Buffalo, Colorado. Those are three games this week. Uh, Calgary, they're kind of. We'll see what happens. Maybe if Calgary's still rolling with the momentum they they gained last week after beating the Wings, 
The Sabres are just... What Jack Eichel are you going to have to go against? Yeah. As we talked about earlier, what Jack Eichel are you playing? And then Colorado, the Avs. The surprisingly playoff-bound Avs if the playoffs were today, which they're not. So, you know, what what do you... I mean, three teams, um, I mean, we kind of spoke on this earlier on, but, I mean, on paper, you know... Kind of winnable games. We'll see. But at the same time, you know, Calgary, Buffalo, Colorado, they're looking at their schedule and they're looking at Detroit and going, man, it's a winnable game for us. Yeah. So, is it, well, mean, this is, this is what they, this is what a cap does. What do you want? A cap you want to create parity. Yeah. You've done it. Yep. You have Tampa at the top. You have Arizona at the bottom. And honestly, the other 29 teams. What do you know? How much is that different? How much, how different are they really? Let's see. Uh, well, so St. Louis and Tampa, twenty-seven, twenty-eight points uh, respectively. Okay. And then let's see. Your second tier would be all right. So then Toronto and LA have twenty-four points. Okay. And excluding the Coyotes and the Oilers. No, count uh, the Oilers. And the reason why I say that is because they're going to cut. They're going to get okay. it going. They're going to well, get it going. Thirteen. So all right. So twenty-four points, right? Okay. Oilers have thirteen points. But, but again, the reason I say exclude the Oilers is because, I mean, well, Oilers, Sabres, and, and Panthers all are all, all under under sixteen, but everyone else has sixteen points or more. Okay, so if I heard you right, you have three above twenty one, and three below or four below sixteen. So all right, yeah, Toronto's at twenty four, and LA's at twenty four. That's it. There are those two are at twenty four, and everyone else twenty one, and and Tampa Tampa has got to be above twenty four. Yeah, they're at twenty eight. So those those three have twenty four. Yeah, and, and then uh, and St. Louis and St. Louis. Okay, so there's and four. Then, every, and then everyone else twenty two point between twenty two and sixteen points. So you have four at the top, three at the bottom, and everybody else between twenty two and sixteen. Yeah, uh, Buffalo, Florida. Edmonton, Arizona are all underneath the 16-point mark. So four four and yeah. four. Yep. And then 23 in the middle. Six points separates all of them. That A good week, right? Right. You you have a good week, another team has a bad week, you jump. Right. <laughs> or you just the, – the thing is, though, based on what you said, yes, you're right. One team has a good week, one team has a bad week, you jump that team. The problem is, is that there's seven other teams right there. They're gonna have probably an average week, and you're gonna you're gonna go nowhere. No ground, right? I mean, this is what they wanted. I personally, I don't know if I like it, but that's just because the Red Wings aren't doing well. Right. <laughs> uh, they're not outbidding for everybody, and and, and it's and it's kind of a misnomer that they bought their cups. Uh, the 2002 cup, you could argue they bought. No, and 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 that's a, that, that that argument to fall apart. I'll I'll kill that argument. <laughs> I mean, yeah, bring, players were already on the team. That's true, and the three guys that they brought in, uh, average age was probably thirty nine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So you know, to be that's the only one I hear the argument. Yeah. I guess that and, and they, they traded for Hasek. Yep. This Brent Hall was a late signing. Yep. Luke Robodai was. No, Hall was the July first signing. No, Robodai was a July what? July one. Hall was late. Was he? Yeah. I was late signing. You know what's funny is that I remember that I remember reading that signing on that signing on AOL Mail. Logging into AOL, clicking on the little sports thing on top, and it was his face to the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> ah, the memories. Oh, man. ah, the early internet. 
AOL. But see, rest in peace, messenger. Yeah, right. <laughs> my prediction will be one, one, and one because that's what I think one, my one, prediction one. for all weeks are going to be. Five hundred. Five hundred. Because that's what the league is. They're a mediocre. Te- yeah, they're a mediocre team. Yeah, that's it's, that's what it, that's what they are. Their record is is has them as a mediocre team, just like every other team you in the are NHL. What your record says you. Right. They will be five hundred this week. Yeah, you know, hey, whatever. Five hundred is better than one, one, and one. Is better than 0 and 3. Right. Three right? points is better so, than zero points. Exactly. Not yeah. quite as good as six. I do math right now. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. We're, done. We're gonna get out of here. I gotta eat eat food and go home. And Thomas it, has to do a thing. Yeah. I, I stayed in Grand Rapids last night. I haven't been home in a couple of days. I'm ready to get yeah. get into bed. David <laughs> looks like he's ready to go. He's all packed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next next week, Sunday. Yeah, that's the day we're on. Yeah, Sundays. Yeah. I, I almost said Monday. Yeah. I don't know. Why. Old habit. Old habit. Yeah, that's old why. hat. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday, 5 to 7. We'll be in studio unless something pops up. I don't know. Life is crazy. Exi- exactly. <laughs> Maybe Phil will join us. You know, that, that'll be the crazy That That, that, that would be crazy. Week. That would be insane. Yeah, you know, we... <laughs> There's we'll, technically three of us, but we'll yeah, keep whatever. our fingers crossed on that. Um, you can you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash in the box the show. Um, I'll actually post stuff on on line this week. I've been really bad at it. Yay! I've been awful. <laughs> I haven't. I, I don't post. Uh, I don't post on. I really don't. I don't even post on social media that much anymore. You watch twenty hockey games in a week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what else do you expect? No, it's funny because I'll watch the games and go. Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna. Put this on our Facebook page, and then I don't. Right, because the next game starts. <laughs> <laughs> no, then something else happens. Oh, that's what it is. My attention span is great. What were we talking about? Oh, we're signing yeah, off. Yeah, we were signing yeah. off for <laughs> this third So, day. in the box, I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. And we are done. <laughs>